0: Another digital citizen.
1: Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. citizen. Ladies, woohoo, and woohoo, gentle. Woohoo! Men! Woohoo! Welcome! Woohoo! To episode... Woohoo! 250! Pew 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 pew
0: pew Look. Hi, bro. Hi, everybody. I didn't even remember that it was the woo-woo episode until you started doing that <laughs> i was totally thrown off right at the beginning i'm like oh yeah right 250 i forgot
1: it's 250 oh wait <laughs> yeah halfway to 500 shows Luke. quarter of the way to a thousand i guess mm-hmm uh let's do some math 10 uh, 10 times 250 is 2500 so whatever that means
0: uh, one. I have no clue? Yeah, I don't know either.
1: <laughs> one 400? One uh, yeah, I don't know. How many is that? Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome to this uh, episode of Another Digital Citizen 250 shows. I'm proud of that. Uh, that's cool. Uh, I think we're going to celebrate it more in 10 shows because then it's a five-year anniversary, but it's still fun to uh, do the pew-pews.
0: Yeah, what I mean, two hundred and fifty episodes is a good amount, I would think, especially oh, yeah. when we only do one a week. I mean, I, I, there's podcasts, especially on YouTube, that I see. They're all like, "Oh, we have four hundred episodes." It's like, yeah, but you do right. three episodes a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's not a very uh, it's not a big thing when 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 you start thinking of that we have our five year anniversary in in ten weeks, then it gets like serious. Right, totally. We have done this for five fucking years in in 10 episodes. Then it's like, wow, really?
0: And that's actually even a lie, because we we did a podcast together before this podcast, so technically we've been podcasting together for longer than five years, even at that point, which is, you know, it's... I would say the previous (laughs) podcast wasn't as polished, wasn't as, uh, what's it, (laughs) idea-driven. It was more like a flow... of consciousness, kind of podcast, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, whatever we were great, wanted yeah. to
0: talk about. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I As the inventor of that show, I, I, I feel I feel strange about it because it's kind of without it, I wouldn't have this, and I'm more proud of this. So it's kind of like it. it, it It goes together, and it doesn't go together. There's a lot of ideas that we had in the original show that we're still using now, and things like that.
0: Yeah, totally. I just think, and and that helped us like get the flow down of like how we interact with each other and everything else. Oh, definitely, Uh, definitely.
1: And uh, I mean, only even though it was fifty episodes of that. Uh, That isn't that impressive, because we had two shows a week, so it was only for 25 weeks. Right. And I know it was 50 shows on the exact point, so... Uh, Going for for 25 weeks, and instead of, actually, how 250 weeks we have done this. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) That's crazy to think about.
0: 250 weeks? It's just kind it's of become like, part geez. of my everyday lifestyle, is like the podcast. You, yeah. you like, I don't yeah. spend a whole day ever doing like a podcast thing, but I will always spend yeah. at least a few hours a day doing something for yeah. the podcast, probably.
1: Same here. If it is watching some TV or movie or just watching the news or anything. Right, totally. it's just like. It is a part of life, and like like I said, we will celebrate ourselves in 10 weeks, so don't worry about it. Right, totally. Uh, How's your week been? Uh, Don't answer that, because before that, I want everybody to listen, Uh, that does listen, sorry, I can't speak English today, Um, uh, to share this podcast. Sharing is caring. We don't ask for money. We uh, almost don't ask for fame. Other than that, you share this podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Discord, Twitter, Twitch, uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, WhatsApp, uh, whatever. Uh, tell your parents about this podcast. That is what we want from you. We don't want you money. If you want to give us money... Contact Luke, he is the bookkeeper of the podcasts.
0: Right, you can find me at the Twitter or on the Facebook, and message me there. Uh, yeah. I don't know about, if, we did a QAnon, we did a main topic talking about QAnon many episodes ago, I want to say years ago, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, would that episode get blocked on Twitter, because now apparently Twitter is banning all QAnon stuff?
1: I, I guess so.
0: So don't post that if you're gonna post our show on Twitter. But every <laughs> everything else you can share on the Twitter. Every every other
1: episode, right? <laughs> you know, but but uh, you know, I I I find it always a little weird when we pick up topics that uh, uh, the rest of the world like all of a sudden discovered was a thing. It's like. Uh, when we talked about uh, the Russia thing, uh, when we talked about so many other topics that I I can't really think of them all, uh, uh, info wars being blocked from Facebook, we were <laughs> pretty early on. Like there, there was there are so many things where where we cover things, and all of a sudden it comes to the media. And this this week is no different. Because last week we talked about uh, uh, your fantastic state of Oregon uh, and the protesting going on there. Uh, and guess what? It really got into the social into the media this week.
0: Right. We. I think the interesting part for us is we talk about it on Wednesday. But I sent you the article about the federal officers in Portland, Oregon Tuesday night. Right, so right. we, we yeah. had, at least knew about it then, um, American time, Tuesday night. And then it wasn't until Friday, really, that the mainstream media picked up on it.
1: Right. So why why are we so early on the news? That's kind of the strange thing. Why aren't... Well, I guess I'm in Oregon, yeah.
0: so maybe I noticed it because, like, when I was going through the news, maybe whatever news aggregator was, like, a... Yeah, but knew still, my IP address and it was sending me Oregon News. I don't know.
1: But this isn't the first time.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> I think another thing is we just cover things that seem like they're going to be important, where other news right. agencies wait for them to be important to cover them, where we find a story right. and we go, wow, this looks like it's going to be something big. And then it turns out yeah. sometimes to be something big.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, so um, what is this going on in Portland right now?
0: It says here, uh, earlier hours of Wednesday after a night of protesting, uh, the night had been calm. Uh, a block west of Chapman Square, uh, a couple people bumped into a group warning them that people in clam- camouflage are driving around the area in unmarked minivans, grabbing people off the street. Uh, federal hmm. law enforcement officers have been using the unmarked vehicles to drive around. De- Downtown Portland and detained protesters since at least Tuesday. That's when we found out about it. Right?
1: Have you been downtown? Sorry. Have you been downtown since then? I don't live in Portland. No, uh, but have you been like near Portland since no, then? No, I
0: don't live anywhere even close to Portland. Right. I, Hours. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And there's kind of a coronavirus thing happening, so I'm not planning on going to a giant major city and hanging out in the the downtown area. Um, I've never heard of that. Personal accounts and multiple videos posted online show the officers driving up to people, detaining individuals with no explanation as to why they are being arrested and then driving off. The tactic appears to be another escalation in the federal force deployed uh, on Portland City streets, as federal officials and Donald Trump have said they plan to quell nightly protests outside the federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon.
1: Yeah. And again, Donald Trump believes that America has the best numbers of corona, so... (laughs) I'm not sure I trust him on anything. But yeah, no, this is... um... I feel I feel kind of strange because it, it reminds me of um, the tanks I saw in Bosnia-Herzegovina uh, before they split up and all other kind of things like that. It is like these unmasked vehicles are there to grab protesters off the street, really? And that is, kind of what you prioritize instead of so much else.
0: Well, they didn't if... even—they're not even charging most of these people with things. They're just snatching them up, uh, putting them in jail, and then releasing them as as soon as they have to. I guess they're not even really yeah. charging anybody with anything. Uh, but, I mean, just imagine if you're walking down the street with your friend and then a van pulled up and a bunch of guys in, like, fatigues grab your friend, throw him in the van and drive off. You know what I mean? How, how are yeah. you going to feel? You're going to be like, what the hell is going on? You know,
1: I, I just feel extremely sad uh, because it seems like an uh, overstep by the government. Well, party. it is.
0: This is This is yeah. actually against the Constitution. Of America, because he's overriding the state's rulings. So the state is saying, hey, we don't want you here, and he's saying, I don't care. Uh, he, For federal agents to be in a state, they have to get the permission of the governor and probably mayor, and more than likely uh, more, more people in the state uh, have to approve it before federal officers like this can just go in, but Tr- mm. Trump's government did it without any notification to uh, the state, which is what we covered last week, talking about how the the senators, two senators, have said had sent a thing to DHS saying, uh, "Hey, we don't want you here." Right. That's what we had covered last yeah. week, and then kind of said, uh, "Well, if this is happening there, and all these people are unmarked and unaccountable, how do we not know? How do?" How do we know that it's not happening somewhere else as well, and we just haven't heard about it yet?
1: Uh, One thing. Remember when Obama tried to uh, close down down Guantanamo Base? That is what this reminds me of. Is like giving, uh, picking people out of the street, uh, denying them due process, and put them in jail for absolutely nothing. That is totally what this reminds me of. Uh,
0: One thing it says here. Uh, Saturday, a judge said that she would hear a lawsuit, uh, against, from Oregon against these federal officers. And then on Wednesday, the federal judge heard the argument of a request for a restraining order against federal agents, uh, from Oregon, uh, sent Mm. to the state's biggest city to quell protests a uh, lawsuit filed by Attorney General Eleanor Rosenblum alleges that federal agents sent by Donald Trump have arre- arrested people with no probable cause and whisked them away in unmarked cars and used excessive
1: force to quell the yeah. arrest. Like I said, this reminds me what I did with the high treason people around 9-11 when everybody was uh, uh, arrested for being Called Muhammad, because you could maybe have a connection to the World Trade Center. Sure.
0: Remember that? Sure. Uh, yeah. U.S. Health. Oh, U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf has said that the federal agents will not retreat in an effort to protect to protect buildings, government buildings in Portland. Like I said last week about the whole statue thing. That's their whole thing, is like, oh, we're protecting government property, we're protecting statues, and we're protecting (laughs) courthouses against violent looters.
1: So, so so important to protect protect those statues, you know. They need their rights, statue rights. Statue rights, yeah, totally. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The Constitution is really written down for statues, that is the whole thing.
0: There was actually, yeah, and then, uh, from, sorry, yeah. from a Portlander's perspective, there was actually a thing uh, that existed here when I was younger. I don't think it exists anymore, um, but it was this group of people who, uh, yeah, I
1: think this is it. Care? Yeah, didn't we talk about care? We had a main topic about that. Did we? Yeah.
0: It's like this group that used to grab drunk people off the street and throw them in vans. Right. At least you and
1: me talked about it. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know if we had it on the podcast, but I I know you and me talked about it. When we looked into this uh, uh, narcotic problem, uh, narcotic teaching uh, in schools, and we found out it didn't work, but had the opposite effect Do You remember
0: that? Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like in the past, uh, in Portland, there has been a group that went around picking random people up off the street in vans. But they were, they said they at the time, this was years ago when I lived in Portland, that they were doing it, to um, you know, help in- intoxicated people get off the street. So. Hmm. And I saw this you know, one time when I was walking down the street when I was younger. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm walking down the street, coming back from AM, PM. I think I got a, whatever, a soda and some candy or something. And I'm walking down the street, and then across the street, there's a guy walking the same way as me, and then a van pulls up and just grabs the guy, and throw they throw him in the thing, and I'm standing there with my soda, going, what the hell did
1: I just witness? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, uh... We need to uh, talk about the white van phenomenon. Like uh, once, but it reminds me of that. When uh, I, I remember my mom and dad uh, <coughs> convincing me I shouldn't talk to strangers in vans because they could give me lollipops and 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 uh, take me away. It Kind of reminds me of that. The the white van. W- Scare. Did you get that from your parents? Uh, yeah, like the
0: candy van or the ice cream van. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah, no. Trump is not done though. Uh, it's not only to Portland. This is going to happen now because he's going to send it to Chicago and maybe other cities as well. Trump has threatened to send more
0: federal law enforcement officers to major U.S. cities to control ongoing protests. On Monday, he said he criticized a number of cities run by, quote-unquote, liberal Democrats, including Chicago, New York, saying their leaders were afraid to act. Uh, He said... Remember when uh,
1: you loved Gucci? (laughs) They're not like... They don't have a very loving relationship anymore.
0: Okay. Uh... Speaker of the House on Monday, Trump reiterated his call for law and orders. We're sending law enforcement. We can't let this happen to our cities. He specifically named New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Baltimore, and Oakland uh, in
1: discussing the problems with violence. Hmm. It's strange. I know people in some of those states, and I have not heard about a lot of violence,
0: Right. Actually, Detroit has had no violence. Um, It's almost like
1: he's making a stop or something.
0: Or that he's racist, because all these (laughs) cities happen to be largely concentrated with black and brown people.
1: I have no clue what you're talking about.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's just a racist and he wants to send his secret police in, which is like straight out of... uh, Uh, Chronicles of Narnia and the secret police, who are like these wolf people, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And he wants to send in his secret police to to basically, what I see here is kind of uh, run his racist agenda that he has. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, uh, did you know that uh, Twitch and the US army has a link together? Because... I kind of knew that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess I assumed. uh, Like, I know that they have a YouTube channel. I know they have social media channels that they recruit on. I just never really thought about Twitch, I guess.
1: Uh, Twitch forces US Army to stop uh, tricking viewers with fake giveaways. The US Army has a Twitch channel that has used to fish potential recruiters. Last week, it came under fire for using bans to viewers who asked about war crimes. Because they are the government, and the government can't really... Uh, it's called freedom of speech. They can't, like, ban people for from asking things like that. But uh, this week, uh, reported by The Nation, dug Deeper uh, pointing out, among other things, that the channel had a habit of running fake control giveaways... Uh, redacted to viewers to recruitment uh, page. Following widespread scrutiny, Twitch said it forced the army to stop. Uh, according to the uh, nation, the <coughs> giveaways to, uh, took place repeatedly in chat, offered viewers a winning chance to win an Xbox uh, Elite Series 2 controller, clicking the associated link, however, would send your viewers to a recruitment uh, page with no additional mention of context, odds, total <laughs> numbers of winner, or when a drawing would occur. That is kind of weird. Uh, yeah, th-
0: I mean, it's c- clearly a scam if they're redirecting directly to the recruitment page when you're trying to win something. And Yeah, I mean, that's got to be against Terms of Service, right? Mm-hmm. Doing fake giveaways? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It says here some people uh, started to get mad about this. A game developer, Bruno Diaz, said on Twitter, Hey, Twitch, is using your platform to run scams always against Terms of Service, or does the U.S. Army get special (laughs) (laughs) exemptions when they're after kids' blood instead of money?
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, now, Twitch uh, said it forced the army to stop employment. Uh, per our term of service, like you said, a promotion on Twitch must comply with uh, applicable laws, a Twitch spokesman told Kokako uh, in an uh, email. The promotion did not comply with our uh, terms, and we have requ- uh, required them to remove it. So, I guess that's it. (laughs) I mean, first and foremost, censoring things when people are, like, asking about war crimes, that is kind of pity. Like, that is such a pity thing to do. And then they try to fool people to think they will win things by recruiting them. That is such a low, 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 low bar. And somebody had to
0: make that decision. Somebody at the top who created this channel, was managing this channel, who works for the army, by the way, who works for the government, decided, hey, mm-hmm. you know what we should do? Fake giveaways, <laughs> like those kids that give away fake iPhones on YouTube.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it's we should be funny. like JStation.
0: I... The, the army was watching a JStation yes. video, and they were like,
1: <laughs> and free they iPhone? Hired...
0: <laughs> <laughs> they hired JStation to run the Twitch account.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why think
1: of that <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what happened uh, speaking of social yeah. media yeah. uh
0: major u.s twitter accounts hacked in, in a bitcoin scam uh mm-hmm. billionaires elon musk jeff bezos and bill gates were among the figures hacked official accounts of barack obama joe biden and kanye west were also requesting donations of cryptocurrency <clears throat> it says, everyone is asking me to give back uh, Mr. Gates' account. Bill, C- Bill Gates' account said, uh, you send me 1000 and I'll send you $2,000 back in cryptocurrency. And this was on all the different accounts saying, uh, hey, I'll give you 2000 if you send $1,000 to my Bitcoin uh, right. account. Obviously, they just are going to keep the money and not send any money to anybody, obviously. and
1: I- You think anybody actually fell for this? I'm sure there was, like, a couple. Yes, I am 110% sure, because that is some (laughs) scam I would fucking fall for.
0: (laughs) As soon as I saw that it was a Bitcoin account, I would be like, okay, this is clearly... Right?
1: (laughs) I'm stupid enough to do this. (laughs) When I'm stupid enough to do it, anybody else is. (laughs) So what happened when this...
0: Uh, went down because uh it was all bl- blue checks it was all people who have been confirmed by twitter twitter just sh- shut down all account all blue check accounts and where mm. no blue check was allowed to tweet anything for a few hours and it was actually kind of mm. hilarious cuz uh, everybody else on twitter was like we we've taken over <laughs> the blue checks have been have been purged from the system <laughs> Powers
1: of the people! (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of funny. That is kind of funny. That is kind of funny. No, I... I... I don't think I would... Maybe if I thought about it, I would probably not send a a thousand. I I can't afford that. A thousand bitcoins? How much is that?
0: They said a thousand dollars in Bitcoin. So it just depends on what hmm. day it is, because the Bitcoin... Exchange rate changes daily, so...
1: Right. Yeah. It's not a currency I know a lot about, to be honest.
0: I, I don't but, know. Uh, I know enough that I know I'm never going to get involved in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we need to go to Russia, Luke, and get some bitcoins. Because, I mean, they are to blame for everything in the world right they maybe they
0: did this bitcoin hack because it says uh they but they're rejecting that they hacked coronavirus information uh because the UK Russia's ambassador to the UK has rejected allegations that his country's intelligence service tried to steal coronavirus research i don't believe in the story at all there's no sense to it he told bbc's uh andrew marshall however foreign secretary Said it is very clear Russia did this um, mm. earlier this week. The Russians almost certainly sought to interfere in the 2019 UK election through illicit acquired documents. The papers which em- emerged online de- detailed UK US trade discussions and were used by Labour in its election campaign, supposedly. On Thursday, yeah, UK, US, and Canada security services said the hacking group called App29 had targeted various organizations involved in COVID nineteen vaccine development.
1: Mm. Yeah, I always trust the government when they say it's Russia's fault. I mean that that always comes back and it's never not true. Right. And it's (laughs) it's never not true. And
0: it's not an overused excuse at all that Russia, Russia ha- no. hacked it. Right. I saw a great no. quote from somebody saying, "We should just assume that everything has been hacked by Russia and when we're <laughs> gathering news information, we just wait for the government UK or US government to just tell us what Russia didn't hack and then we'll
1: we'll go with that." Just assume I mean, everything's me, hacked. You and, you and me have been accused for being Russian in 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 followers, so who the fuck knows? It's not that weird, I guess. I mean, everybody that doesn't agree with exactly what the government tells you are Russian bots. That's true. I mean, because,
0: uh, yeah. I think the weirdest part here, well, let's do the other story first and then I'll talk about it. But, but because not only is Russia hacking COVID 19 research, apparently China is also, because, you know, the Red Scare fro. Uh, right. the US Justice Department has accused China <laughs> of sponsoring hackers who are targeting COVID-19 vaccines officials have charged two Chinese men who allegedly spied on US companies doing coronavirus research the indictment comes amid a US crackdown on, China, on Chinese cyber espionage the UK, US and Canada last week also accused Russia of trying to steal COVID-19 secrets right Why um, do we want a vaccine or no? Shouldn't I, everybody in the world should, be working oh. together f- so we can get a vaccine? Oh. Or like, why are why should one place have the, one information and one place have another set of information?
2: <laughs>
0: right? And are, yeah. Like, it seems like they don't want a vaccine. According, like, as far
1: as I can tell. Yeah, stealing the information. Why did they need to steal the information? Should you just not give it to them so they could help you back? Yeah. What no, what, if, it what happens right if next week
0: we see that uh, Russia comes out and they say, oh, we've got a vaccine. And then the, right. the US and UK go, oh, you stole it from us. We had that first. Right? Right. Who cares? <laughs> Who fucking cares? <laughs> Give us the vaccine so we don't die, idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it is like the child. It is when you remember when you were on the playground and and someone went, "Oh, my mom, um, dad is a fireman." Okay. And you had to opt off it, and you're like, "Oh, my mom is a policeman." <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. It's like bickering. It's bickering about stupid stuff. Stop acting like you're five years old and on the playground. Is what I'm trying to say. Stupid. We don't care. I almost Just think the fucking vaccine. I almost think that
0: uh, maybe they have some information that one of these countries is close to having a vaccine, so they released this so they could get ahead of it and say, oh, they're not better than us. They stole our information. You know what I mean?
1: Who cares?
0: Oh, my gosh. You're not even going to. I'm serious. I just said that, and then I looked it up as I was saying it. Newsweek, one day ago, Russian coronavirus vaccine is ready and safe, Ministry of Defense says. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I wonder if that could do have anything to do with this. It says Russian. This is from Bloomberg. Russian elites have been given an experimental vaccine, uh, COVID nineteen vaccine. Yep. Russian elites reportedly given access to experimental coronavirus vaccine. I mean, take it with a grain of salt because it is coming from Russia, but it's interesting. Right.
1: Yeah, and let let, let us have that clear. We are not like Russia lovers either. We don't believe everything they say to us. We look at it like any other information, and we scrutinize it like any other information. But it is very, very hard for us to believe that everything going on in the world Whatever it may be that is a negative comes from one place, and that is Russia or China. I don't believe that for one fucking second.
0: Speaking of those places, uh, not in our news, but they just put a bounty on the head of another official from Venezuela. Like a a $40 million bounty or something like that. Uh, We're not really going to go deep into that. I don't even remember the guy's name. Uh, Speaking of COVID... Walt Disney reopens
1: in Florida, f- Fro, this week. Mm. What do you think about that? What, What, uh, what is that theme song? What uh, the... What, uh, is it What the Small World? Yeah. Something, something.
0: Yes. Yes. A small world after mm-hmm. all. There, yeah, that's what it is.
1: Yes. Yeah, and it probably will be smaller if people go to that. Because they will die. Every time I've gone on a small world ride, I've been on it a couple
0: times in my life, actually. It's very Mm -hmm. ironic, because it's like, it's a small world, and you're on a boat, and there's all this water. Every time I've been on it, the water around you is just filled with trash. And it's like, yeah, that's our oceans. This is is a really (laughs) accurate ride. (laughs) Maybe Disney just added the trash on purpose. It wasn't the people riding the ride. Um, Right. But yeah, Walt Disney reopens amid coronavirus surge from uh, the resort has begun to reopen in Florida, despite the coronavirus surge across the state, uh, the site of magic kingdom and animal kingdom open Saturday, Epcot and Disney Hollywood studios are expected to open July 15th, which already happened. Obviously, uh, visitors are required to wear masks and adhere to other safety measures across the complex, um, More than a quarter of a million cases in COVID-19 have been reported in Florida, along with 4,197 deaths. Uh, Disney
1: first closed in March. Right. But like your president told uh, Fox News this week, it doesn't matter. We are the best. You're number one. You're number one.
0: Another thing that happened, so when they first opened up Disney, they had a rule... Their mask rule was a little bit lax because they were allowing people, if they were eating like something and walking around, they could take the mask off to eat or drink. Um, And now they're not allowing that anymore. Uh, So are they not selling things? uh, That's what I, I didn't understand that. Is there like a designated place where you can eat? Like maybe there's, you know what I mean? That kind of thing? I don't know. Right.
1: Yeah. It has to be,
0: right? The, mo- it's the only thing that makes sense, there's like a special social distance area where you can go, that like each person is separated from each other by something, and then you can eat there. That would make the most sense to me.
1: I guess so, yeah. <laughs> such a weird thing. Such a weird thing. Uh, talking about the weird, Look, why don't you tell me about the next news? Uh, Kanye West,
0: uh, we had heard uh, he was running for president, he wasn't running for president, he is running for president, he isn't running for president, and now he did a political rally, so it looks like he is running for president, fro. But who knows, really? Kanye West, at his political mm. rally, criticized Harriet Tubman,
1: fro. Mm. Yeah, I've heard about her. She did some amazing things for black people in the States. I believe when we did
0: best person ever tournament,
1: yeah, she, she was, was in it.
0: She no, I think she won. I think she was the winner of the best person ever tournament. As far as I remember, I unless I remember, you remember something different, I, yeah, probably. I, I, it's years ago. It's so many years ago, but I seem to remember that it was her. Yeah, um, yeah, she was definitely in it. At least she was definitely in it. Robert Connery West, in his first event since declaring himself a presidential candidate, uh, ranted against Her- historical figure, Harriet Tubman on Sunday saying the underground railroad conductor never actually freed slave. She just had them work for other white people. Uh, the comments drew shouts wow. of opposition from some in the crowd. Uh, West delivered a lengthy monologue touching on topics from abortion to religion, to international trade and licensing deals. Before a cl- crowd, before a crowd in North Charleston, South Carolina, where he is a- actually seeking the nation's highest often office. So the thing is, he needs uh, to get on the ballot in South Carolina. He needs a certain number of signatures. So he went and did okay. this rally to try to get on the ballot in that state. If that makes sense.
1: I'm I'm sure the Her- Harriet Tubman I thing I helped him to get sign- signatures
0: another thing he said during the rally everybody that has a baby gets a million dollars
1: he told people oh, cool. let's make a baby look
0: <laughs> if everybody who had a baby had a million dollars our economy would just go completely into shambles because a dollar would then basically be worth nothing and you would have yeah. like right? it would be like the bread lines in communist Russia where people have just wheelbarrows of dollar bills and it doesn't mean anything
1: and people selling children.
0: <laughs> right. So we have a little clip of this. Um, I don't want to make too much fun of Kanye West because I feel like, if anything, he needs some help, right?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, to be fair, uh, I have seen people that are this mentally sick before because I've been into mental hospitals a lot and been there and done that and all that so I feel sorry for him, I do, but you're also responsible for your own mental health to a certain point.
0: But he's Kanye West. He's got managers. He's got yeah Kim Kardashian, who has an entire staff that basically just follows her around all the time right. with her reality show. Uh, he's got record label lawyers. He's got lawyer his own personal lawyers, and even his yeah. family. Nobody was like, hey... Kanye, this is a bad idea. (laughs) Nobody said that. He's living it, like when, uh, there was a statement put out today by Kim Kardashian saying, listen, he's got bipolar disorder, he gets manic sometimes, um, I can understand that. I don't think that's an excuse for saying that, um, 5G is the mark of the beast, uh, or coronavirus vaccine is the mark of the beast, I mean. Uh, I don't think right. those two things—that's that, an excuse for his beliefs—but I think um, what needs to happen is somebody in his life needs to sit him down and say, "We need to get you some help, Kanye. We need you to see a professional, and we need to figure out um, what's happening so that you can so you can get better." Because it's clear he's not—he's Yeah. He's not a. Uh, He's not well, and nobody seems to be helping him. They almost seem to be encouraging it, which is very
1: sad, almost. What do you, what do you think about that? If I was in a relationship with Colonel West, like his wife is, I would totally get him out of this and into a mental hospital. So it's almost like he's in a non-loving relationship as well. Instead of encouraging him, I would try to help him.
0: I also think there's a thing here that he's so famous and he's so rich and he mm-hmm. so, has so much power that nobody wants to tell him, hey, Kanye, you, right. you're you wrong, basically. You need to stop this, and we need to do something different because this is wrong, and we need to stop. Because he's so powerful, you don't want to tell somebody that powerful, hey, you're wrong, especially if you're working for them, because they could just say, right. I'm not wrong, you're fired. <laughs> That's what, You know what I mean? So they don't have any... People who are working for him or making money from him mm. don't have any incentive to get him help. Where... Like you're saying, Kim should have some type of incentive to get him help. All right, let's play this. Yeah. Okay. In three. Okay. Yes.
1: Are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one. Play.
0: My mom saved my life. My. Okay, so he's talking about abortion here.
2: My mom saved my life.
0: He's wearing a bulletproof vest. Of course he is. Should he be wearing a helmet if he's worried about getting
1: shot? And he begins to cry because he's mentally unstable. And, it's and then, the, the, but this is the thing. Then
0: the whole crowd sits there and cheers him on. Look. Oh, this is what I'm talking about. He has, he doesn't have anybody to say, "Hey, you need help." Instead, they're cheering him on when he's doing
1: this. He's yeah. got
0: hundreds of people cheering him on. So that's a Stephen
1: move. It's so sad. But Harriet Tubman.
0: Well Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the
1: slaves
0: go work for all the white people. Yo, we leaving right now. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we're leaving right now. Wow. The lady even the kid, the lady was filming it was like, yo, we are leaving right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she heard that and she was like, uh uh-uh. uh so um there is a jump uh, there is an anniversary this uh week that uh, isn't like any other anniversaries. It's the 22nd of July. It is uh, one of the darkest days in Norwegian history and uh, Trump is going to tell
2: the truth about it. Hello, this is Trum. Trump tells the truth. Nine years ago, the 22nd of July 2011, it happened something who will mark Norway and the memories of Norwegian for many years to come. A terrorist blew off a bomb in in Oslo and killed eight people there. He killed have killed more, but it was 22nd July. It was a Friday afternoon and many people home from work. When I was watching the BBC later, I could see one of my friends who was in the building from the Liberal Party. Bloody. It was not nice. It's still haunt my memory sometimes. The terrorist also went to Utea, where they'll, uh, the member of the youth party from the Labour Party had a traditional stomach camp. He took a, he killed 69 people out there. The total of all who died in that day was 77. People who survived this have had a Traumatic time, and as a side as a whole, had the suburb many years. Why do I say this? Why do I keep on mentioning it one time every year? Because this can happen again. A few years ago, it nearly happened when a young terrorist also tried to get into a mosque. After he killed his half sister, he tried to get into a mosque and kill more people. Thank God he was stopped before he went to He is also now sitting in prison. This is the far right. Paranoid people. People who have extreme ideas on what society is, who is following them and who is the enemy. We can laugh about this. We can say that it will not happen again. But it happens again. And I think... It can happen even more. A lot of people now are shocked over the protests in the streets in the United States. And they compare those two. I think this bullshit. The protests in, in the streets of the United States are protests against a regime who oppresses them. These people from the far right want to have a regime who oppresses everybody who's not like them. It's a big difference. I know people do not agree with that, but it is. We have come to a time again in history where people who pretend they are freedom fighters and pretend they're an invisible enemy, even as Jew, Muslims, or anything else, they can go and kill. The problem is not that racism is like primitive bullies in the streets. It's like they put on a suit and tie. Yeah. Those movements who are extreme on the right are supported financially by people with a lot of money. People who are spreading this conspiracy theories are well organized and they get money from somebody else. The funny thing is they'll say people say like oh we didn't we didn't want that what happened on 22nd of July to happen but it did happen and it happened because they people are so extreme but again, like them always do on the far right, did they didn't take responsible thing for anything? Yeah. This was... <laughs> what I think about is all those people who died, but also all those parents, sisters and brothers and friends who lost. Politics have never been the same again in Norway. But the racism who created this is still living well. The racists are very angry, like, oh no, we don't want things to happen. You are marking us. We just want a debate of the dangerous ideas Islam and the left are doing. Yeah, but you do create those shit. And you're creating them again and again and again. This is history repeating itself again and again and again. I'm afraid Norway and the rest of the world didn't learn anything from 22nd of July 2011. And I think it's going to happen again. But we can't stop it. We can. By doing the right decisions. They're going to be hard. A lot of people are going to say, be angry. But it has to be done. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth.
1: Thank you again, Tron, for telling the truth. That uh, We really appreciate you for being around so long. That is amazing. Hey, we have... Uh, Email address. It's another digital citizen in one word at gmail.com. Uh, that's another digital citizen at gmail.com. We are on Twitter. Uh, it's at podcast agency, at podcast agency. We are a part of Pod All the Time Network. Tell me about that look.
0: Uh, at Pod All the Time PN, uh, Podcast Network, um, Podcast Helping Podcasts. We're one of Nine other podcasts on the Pod All The Time Network. Another podcast, the Raw Sex Podcast, a podcast talking about relationships, sex, love, and dating from an older and younger generation's perspective, Uh, at Raw Sex Podcast One uh, is where you can find them on Twitter. They're on Spotify and Podbean as well.
1: Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. (laughs) As always, that comes in mind when I hear that name. We're also on Facebook. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. That's another digital citizen. You can see this show being posted. Comment underneath that show, and we will read your comments for next week. Have anybody done that this week?
0: I believe they did. I just need to get to the Facebook, so if you could buy me some time, maybe.
1: (laughs) I will buy you sometime. time. Uh, that's another digital citizen on Facebook. Um, remember, uh, sharing is Karen. I have said this before. Uh, open your Twitter account and uh, retweet this uh, uh, podcast that you're listening to. Was that enough time?
0: Yeah, uh, I guess nobody posted under last week's show. I could have sworn they that Jeremy had posted something, but um, I guess not.
1: Hmm. Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> I always like to say that. Hi, Jeremy. We know that you're listening, Jeremy. We know where you live. <laughs> could that sound a little more creepy? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I probably could, yeah. actually.
0: Um, yeah, Let's talk
1: but- about the peacock!
0: Yeah, Peacock. I sent you some screen caps to this because they obviously don't have it in yeah. Norway. Um, wow. I had it on my phone. It was not easy to screen cap because I had to go in to it and then get the screen cap really quick uh, and then go back out of it and then come back into it to get the other screen cap because right. there was like a delay in how it, how the app works or whatever, but it obviously takes control of your sc- the screen capture capability of your phone, but it didn't do it right. until a few... like five or six seconds into the app, so I, to get screen caps, I actually went out and back in, and within six seconds, get the screen cap and send it to you, uh, but I, I mean, for obvious reasons, uh, you, if you if they allowed the screen cap to to be used while the app is right. being used, everybody could just uh, record the shows, I guess, is their idea. Right.
1: I totally understand why there has to be some kind of measurement when it comes to that, so... I get it, it's just irritating for for us because I can't see this app because it's not on...
0: I got a couple of screenshots of the opening page and, like, the TV kind of page and things like that, but there really wouldn't be much to see other than that, to be honest, Fro. You pretty much saw everything you needed to see. It says here, uh, NBC's Peacock app streams free movies, TV shows, or you can unlock originals and more content if you pay them. So this is an interesting thing about this whole thing, Fro, is, like... Mm -hmm there's certain episodes or certain shows on this where you can watch like two episodes. And then I'm assuming in upcoming weeks, they'll be able, you'll be able to watch more episodes, uh, b- like week by week. But if you were to pay, if you were a premium subscriber, you're paying the whatever 499 or 999, you'd be able to right. watch the whole season right now. So
1: that's try- how they're trying to hook people. Um, I, I watched a YouTube channel that I really trust, uh, called Dan Murrow. Follow him on YouTube. He is a movie and TV critic. Okay. Uh, and he went through like the pricing things and uh, things like that. And he said that uh, with the commercial, there's no more than ten minutes per show, and that doesn't feel that intrusive in the free free uh, thing. So he. Said, I didn't
0: even think there was that he, much. Right. The shows that and I watched said, had so like one commercial break and the commercial break was about right. 2 minutes each show right yeah
1: and he said if if your big thing is that you really really don't want to uh, wait it is worth the premium but he would actually recommend people just to try it out because like you said there is always this free option and you can always see if the thing that they are giving you there for free is in choosing enough not uh, to choose it with limited commercial?
0: Well, okay, so now I'm gonna go into my problems with this because I played around with it quite a bit. I don't know if the person right. you talked to had the problems that I had with it. Maybe let me know after this. But uh huh. Just like Quibi, we had a problem with uh, it not being able to share with your smart TV. This app does not mm-hmm. share with your smart TV, so you can't stream from your phone onto a TV, which is Super annoying. Irritating. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you also... Uh, this is not available on Roku or Amazon Fire TV or Fire Stick, right. um, which I have an Amazon Fire TV, so I, I wasn't even able to get this app on there, so I had to do it on my phone. Otherwise, I would have watched it on my TV. Uh, it says here, combined Roku and Amazon TVs are the most popular makers of streaming devi- devices and televis, or streaming televisions in the U.S. So they've cut out a huge market for themselves, or cut off a huge market for themselves of people just by not having their app available on those things. Uh, yeah. Okay. It even says here, Peacock's rollout for Android, which is what I was using. Uh, most. Uh, on launch day, the Peacock Android app wasn't showing up in search results, which I had a problem with that, and even though the Mm -hmm. app was published overnight, uh, there was also a snafu, complicating, major discount offered through Google, Um, and the big problem I had with it, I don't know if it says it here, it kept freezing. Uh, Even, Mm. I was watching it two days ago, I was watching a show on there, and it kept freezing, like every four to six minutes, it would freeze, which is Incredibly annoying. I tried going to a different Wi-Fi to see if that would help, and it didn't. Um, so, I, I, it could be my phone, I suppose. But in my, I have a fairly new phone. It's not an old, like, a, it's not in any way. Uh, it should be capable of running this system. I guess is my point. Right, um, right, right, And this thing continuously skipped to the point where I'm watching one show, and I just gave up because it was so annoying. Wow. One thing that that could be. Is that there's so many people on there in the first week that are it's overloading the system. Right. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I guess that could be a problem. And also, like, like I said, uh, is it a, t- a balance between the free, premium, and right? If, if I'm on
0: the free one, is it skipping all the time because I'm on the free one? If I go what? to premium, is it not going to skip? But that seems like a horrible right. idea to me because. If you're trying to sell your product, who's gonna pay for? Who's gonna pay five bucks for something that skips all the time? If that's what you're seeing, no, I, you're I, right?
1: I agree. No, it's a, it's a, it's an extremely weird thing, and I, I, uh, I, I, I've seen some things on the Peacock, so maybe we should talk a little about that.
0: Yeah, let's start with something you saw on that first.
1: Uh. Well, I have seen uh, some different things. Uh, let's go down the list. Uh, should we begin with the biggest thing? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is, so Brave. go ahead. Well, Brave New World is definitely their biggest thing, I would say so. Right, I their mean, biggest new they're... show.
0: Right. I mean, they have tons what? of content, and but they only had like five new shows when I went on there.
1: Uh, I think, uh, Brave Your New World is amazing. I did not think I would like it as much as I did. Mm. I, I am not a huge fan of the novel. I think that helps me, kind of. I read it in, uh, like, seven, eight years ago when I found it kind of boring, to Oh, be really? Okay. Yeah. Um... But I, I think it's written in, like, 1930-something. So, it, it, uh, the novel is. And, uh, I mean, it's just, like, I I, I found uh, the TV show to go out of its way to kind of, like, pick up on this, like, uh, uh, idyllic utopia where there is this, like, uh, fight for for uh, money, uh, yeah, there, there's so many things. It, it reminds me of a more, and people are going to be a little angry that I compare it to this, but it, it feels like a more mature version of Game of Thrones in the way that I just feel like they uh, balance it better in this show. And I also think the acting in this show, especially by Olden Enrich, is that his name? Uh, that plays John the Savage. Oh, I don't uh, know. Right. Uh, he was fucking amazing in this show. I really, really liked it. So I'm, I'm, a, I, I talked to you about it. That it, I think it has like 4, 45 4, percent on Rotten many <laughs> Tomatoes. Uh, and uh, a seven or something on IMDb, and then it's just like it, it amazes me that nobody is talking about the show because I think it is one of the biggest surprises. Now I'm not saying that it is the best thing since burnt uh, uh, or or like since butter, but it I, I really liked it and I'm giving it a very very clear seven and a half.
0: All right, I give it a seven. I thought it was good. I thought the main actress was probably the worst actor in the whole yeah, show, which yeah. is, I mean, yep. why would you make her the main actress? It seems kind of no, silly. No, I don't know. Um, I yeah, mean, she's not terrible, but she's she doesn't work with the character, I guess. She no. seems a little over the top. Um, yep. The story is interesting. It does have some <laughs> holes in it uh, as far as what happened before to make this happen. Some of the things they explain don't make sense, but you just yeah. kind of have to roll with it because it's a sci-fi show. Um, what would I compare this to? I mean, there's a few different sci-fi shows I'd probably th- compare this to where, like,
1: uh, geez, it's what a was... a little like The 100. It's a little like... <laughs> yeah,
0: there's, there's a bunch of different show. alien shows that yeah. were, like... Uh, Aliens come down and surround a city with walls. There's a couple of those shows that I could compare this to. Um, I like the parts where they go to the the Savage Lands and everything. I thought that was interesting. Uh, But yeah, overall, I give it a 7. I thought it was good, but like you said, it's not anything to go crazy for, but it's better than... I think the thing is, when I went into it, like, like you, I wasn't expecting much, and I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Uh, I saw a movie from there that we will talk a little about later. Uh, what else did you watch from? Um, I saw Intelligence
0: with David Schwimmer, yes. which is, I'm assuming, a British British yes. show, but it has David Schwimmer in it because yes. everybody else is British. Uh, David Schwimmer plays a U- United States NSA agent working with MI5, I want to say? Mm-hmm. Or some kind of British intelligence service that's like NSA. Something like that. Right. Uh, it's a comedy. David Schwimmer is... David Schwimmer He's not funny. <laughs> some of the British comedians are funnier, obviously, than he yes. is. Uh, yes. I do like the dry British comedy of it, but... Yeah. The story is kind of dumb, and it feels very... Yeah. What's a good word for it? American sitcom, kind of? Yeah yeah I'd almost compare it to uh,
1: space force feeling to a certain degree I agree to that I, I think I think uh, one of the main problems like you said is that Schumer is not a good actor at all uh, and people around him is so much better that he comes so in the background that you kind of get annoyed by him being on the screen by being Basically. in the show right I felt the same way yeah. And that is the main problem I have with this show. Is like, the, he, he, he is in it. And that is the main show. I like him as the doofy Ross character. I didn't like him as a doofy intelligent character because it doesn't really fit into the show, especially when you have actors around him, especially his best friend in this show uh, that is so much better an actor. You see it, like, every freaking time they're on screen together. Their chemistry is supposed to be this, like, magically uh, together. And and you see one of them trying and one of them, like, kind of like, I don't know. This is cool. Right. Like, I get so irritated by that.
0: I mean, I think the main problem I had with it was, like you said, he doesn't fit in the rest of the show. It feels like he is this... Mm -hmm other entity and and he's just in this show that's supposed to uh he doesn't gel i guess is a good way to put it right, right. he's like oil right. and water you know the rest of the show is the oil david swimmer is the water um mm-hmm. let's see uh, i gave it a 4.5 what'd you give it i gave it a four yeah just under average i think
1: is our point
0: right yeah because i still laugh at then- occasionally
1: Oh yeah, and it kind of goes together with the other show, because uh, the other thing was Hitman, um, that I saw, uh, from. but this is kind of a cheat sheet, because I saw it before it came on
0: Peacock. Peacock! I, I didn't even Peacock. see it on the new show, so maybe it just got added like yesterday, because I didn't watch it, I didn't check Peacock yesterday, so... Oh,
1: it's, uh, it's coming 6th of August, okay. Oh, so no wonder, that's... okay, I was like...
0: Yeah, so you just saw a pre-screening of Somehow, right.
1: Well, I didn't see it Somehow. It has been on Sky 1 for a very long time. Oh, that makes sense. Because a
0: lot of these shows that they released are British shows. Another one I'm going to talk about, but
1: continue. Uh, No, I I don't want to talk about it if it's coming the 6th of August. I will wait for it then. Okay. Just go with with your show.
0: Uh, Another thing on... Peacock, the capture. Uh, this was a a show about mystery crime. Sure, it's a, <laughs> another British show. It's a mystery crime, yeah. m- murder mystery. Well, not really, um, what's a kidnapping mystery. Uh, right. It's about a in British military officer who uh, he he gets convicted of killing a guy in combat, but then gets off on mm. it, like on a basically uh with a technicality of this video and then his yeah. lawyer uh who set him free uh then this cctv camera catches him apparently kidnapping her uh yeah and so it's a mystery as to whether he did kidnap her will it whether he right. didn't or whether he did and then he has some type of ptsd where he doesn't remember mm-hmm. uh kidnapping her and, and he went into like a a uh a blackout state and kidnapped her, So it's kind of interesting. I like the murder mystery aspect of it. The actors I thought were very good. Um, I guess the problem I had with it uh, was mostly storyline stuff uh, and some of the side actors. So, like Some of the people who weren't necessarily main characters, there were some bad actors mm. in there. Uh, apparently Ron Perlman is in this, but I haven't seen him yet, at least in the episode
1: I saw. I gave this a six. This, funny enough, is uh, maybe one of my biggest discoveries. Uh, I freaking love this. Uh, I I think I just bought bought of it. It felt very... Mm, how do I explain it? It, it reminds me... Uh, do you remember that stalking show where there was a lot of CTV cams Uh, 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 where uh, one from Lost, Ben from Lost was uh, the main villain. No, okay, but it reminds me of that TV show. Uh, and uh, I really like this. I give it a seven and a half as well. Okay, I like this. Uh,
0: Let's see, what else did I... I guess that was all I saw on Peacocks, so let's move away from there, uh, unless there's Mm -hmm. something else you saw on Peacock. Nope. Alright, so what else did you see?
1: Well, I saw something you wanted me to see. Thank you for that, by the way, because I saw Cannonball with a miss. Uh, This is definitely not, and I'm going to say this, this is definitely not made by the same person's that made that fucking other game show that is entirely like this. Uh, it's not called Quicklash, it's called uh, Wipeout. Okay, yeah. This, yeah, this is not Wipeout. Don't confuse this with a Wipeout, because when I watched this, I was like, hmm, this kind of reminds me of something. Oh, it's Wipeout, just with water. Wipeout. We've seen this show before.
0: I didn't like The Miz that much before, especially as a wrestler. I don't think he's a great wrestler, but I've seen the reality right. show, and he comes off as a horrible person in the reality show. Um, yeah. And then I saw this, and the way he talks about the contestants, <laughs> he comes off as it's such so a awful. rich, entitled, yeah. just... he. It feels like they more. made this show for rich people to make fun of... Yeah. Uh, just regular everyday people. Oh yep. look, look what these idiots will do for ten thousand dollars! Like that's what this yep. show is. And then Miz is sitting there, like calling them hillbillies and like making fun right. of their appearance and stuff like that. It's just like you are the worst person, Miz. You, just stop existing, please. Um, on at least on televisions where I can see you. Uh, <laughs> this show, like you said, it's wipeout except kind of. Yeah. summer themed wipeout maybe so everything's like water slides and yeah uh pool uh, b- besides the pool kind of things some of the c- competitions are kind of interesting except uh, the characters i thought were lacking what did you think about the competitions as far as like the show goes
1: uh i think it was better in show two than one I mean, it's different shows, It's no, it's different competitions, but it's all the same goal. It's either like throwing something very far or being very far or like trying to hold on to something very far. Like I said, this is totally the same fucking show I've seen before. And it has douchebag MISS in it. It's making me like the MISS less. And... Uh, me versus Luke here, when it comes to Mrs. Ring, ringside abilities are different. I like him in the ring. Uh, I think the reality show made me like him even more. So me and Luke agreed there again, uh, disagreed there again. But this makes Miss look like an entitled fucking asshole. I watched two episodes and I'm totally. Fucking out of it! I'm never ever going to watch it again. This gets a three. Uh, I gave it a one.
0: Yep. Okay, so what else do we have? Is it my turn or? Oh no, yeah, it's my turn. Yeah. No, it's yours. Let's talk about "United Sixth We
1: minute. Fall." Yep. I made you watch this. <laughs> I'm sorry
0: I kind of liked it uh, it's an American sitcom and I like American sitcoms what what did you think about this Frozo
1: Of course I didn't like it it is an American sitcom and it has a laugh track I like episode two better than one I will give it that and I just really I li- also- one thing
0: I really like will Sasso some that might help Right.
1: Yeah, I always get, oh, isn't that the man from Hot Tub Time Machine? And then I uh, remember, no, it's not.
0: He was from Mad TV, I think, originally. Um, I believe he was on a WCW pay-per-view at one point in the 90s?
1: Yeah. But I always always, uh, mix him and the King of Queens in my head. Uh, Kevin James, right. Kevin James, yeah. I always mix those two together. Uh, they were pretty and, famous,
0: uh, like when they were at their height of their fame. They were; it was about the same time, so I could see why yeah. you would confuse them. Yeah.
1: But uh, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think it's the worst sitcom I have seen this year by any means. And like I said, I think the the story is very interesting. I think the comedy is so so. To be honest, I am going to continue watching it, not because of it, it's so funny, but I find the premise of it very interesting, especially the grandmother. I adore her. She's a very good actor.
0: Right. They're, they're, the grandmother is like a very Latin Catholic, uh, very Catholic woman. And then the the parents so are, are very agnostic, yeah. it seems. And the two young children are, are, you know, they're very smart for kids. I mean, it's like any other yeah. TV show where the kids are the smartest people in the family for some reason. Right. Um and it's, it's about the... Basically, it's just about the family trying to get by and, and be a functional family when there are, everybody in their family are very different characters, which works for mm-hmm. me.
1: Overall, I gave this uh, where, where did I... 6.5. Okay, I gave it a 5, so we're not that far away from each other. Then.
0: Right, I mean, it's nothing to write home about, but it's a decent sitcom that you can just kind of waste some time watching.
1: Oh, definitely. And uh, uh, there's two episodes out, and like I said, it's it's probably something I will revisit. Uh, maybe I will binge it. It's not something I will go out of my way watching each week. If you kind of get me, I, it's not. It it's doesn't have of... a
0: storyline you need to follow week by week. Right. Each episode is a sitcom episode that every you could watch them in any
1: order, and it's not really going to matter. Right. That's what uh, what I meant. Totally. Yeah, totally. Um. What else should we talk about? Uh, You said United We Fall. Uh, We talked about Snowpiercer uh, last week. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Let's go with something I watched. Uh, Season 9 of Australia, The Voice. So this is very interesting for me. So... Going on right now is Americans Got Talent. Okay. Uh, and, and why I bring this up will come kind of uh, obvious when I talk about this. And that is having its episode where it's usually one more judge in the middle and someone comes uh, out and they have like uh, the turning off down and they're doing it for empty seats and it looks very 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 strange uh, The Voice Season 9 uh, is kind of similar in the way that Australia had to shut down but they continued filming The Voice. I just find that so freaking interesting and I think they did a amazing job and uh, season 9 has become my favorite season of The Voice. I just adore it. So, yeah, I recommend it.
0: Alright, I saw Cursed on Netflix.
1: Oh, yeah, me too.
0: Okay. Uh, uh,
1: sorry. I feel cursed for watching it.
0: Yes, this was a retelling of like K- the King Arthur tale, right? Yeah. But, I mean, there's King Arthur in it, but he's not the main character, and he doesn't pull the sword from the stone like a witch woman pulls the sword from the stone, but when I say she pulls the sword from the stone, I mean she has a sword, and then she gets it caught in, in the crack in between two stones at one point, and then gets it unstuck from that crack. That was pulling the sword from the stone, apparently.
1: <laughs> this show made... Zero sense. I had to watch episode one two times and it was because I didn't understand it.
0: What did you not I, under- just, I thought it was super simple and just like very standard uh, uh, fanta- fantasy from, show.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, I didn't know anything about the story coming into it and they don't then, they don't then, they fucking don't explain anything in the show. That is my biggest. Oh well, uh, when th-
0: when they had King Arthur when the guy came up and said, "Oh, my name's Arthur," and then they had this sword, that's when I was like, "Oh, I understand what's going on here." And
1: then Merlin right. is in
0: it, right, and everything, so I I got it pretty much right away.
1: But the problem is, I have no, uh, I don't really know the the story of King Arthur as well as you then, probably because I didn't really like, oh, who are those characters? Why are they? In- because this show was like, like, here are the characters, you're supposed to know what's going on, and now we're going to continue the story. That was this TV show. It didn't explain anything. It just like continued like you should have known who everybody else is. That irritates the fuck out of me. If you're going to tell me a story, tell it from, from the beginning and let me care about the persons that are on screen. Don't think that I know who it is just because every fucking else knows it. That's like saying you should know the Kardashians and watch Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Makes zero sense. Sure. Uh,
0: let's see, I guess I I did that. You have anything
1: else you watched? Uh, what did you give it? Oh, right, uh, 2.5. I gave it a 1. Alright, I mean, this didn't Uh,
0: have any audio, glaring audio errors or anything like that, so I could not go below a two.
1: Right. I watched uh, Love on the Spectrum. That is the final thing I watched this week. It's from ABC Australia. It is about uh, seven singles that uh, take the world off uh, their steps into dating, but all of them are on the autism spectrum. Uh, so we follow them and they are super interesting. This is one of the shows I have cried the most about. I think I recommend this here heartedly and it gets a 10 out of 10 for me. I just adore this show. It's just freaking amazing.
0: Okay. Uh, I think you saw the last thing I saw, so I, I, I don't think that okay. was the last thing you saw. Uh, The last thing I saw was season one finale of The Labor of Love.
1: Uh, Yeah, I didn't go around to watch that.
0: You didn't see it? Okay, well, I'm not going to talk about it then, and we'll talk about it next week, if you're going to watch it. If you're not going to watch it, Fro, tell me now, and then I'll just talk about it.
1: Yeah, you can talk about it. Okay. I, I, I'm, going to, I'm going to watch it, but I, I don't really well, care.
0: Well, no, it's not that. I just want to be able to talk about it with you because we followed the show together from the beginning right. uh, and just how bad it is okay, and everything talk, else.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it next week, then.
0: Okay, but overall, I gave the show 1.5. I'll tell you that this week. Uh, I'm not. We're not <laughs> we'll go into, like, who who won, what happened at the end, all that other stuff. Uh, next week. I guess going back to Cursed really quick, one of the things that I've really hated about this show is there's these scenes where there's these villages that are just all witches or uh, yeah. wizards and witches that live in these towns and they get overrun by this uh, king. This king wants to kill all, off all of them because of uh, religious reasons, right? Um, mm-hmm. Why can't the witches and wizards use magic against the soldiers? I don't know. Right, because you would think that in these battle scenes where it's like the soldiers versus the witches and wizards that they would be using all this magic against them, but they're completely defenseless as witches and wizards, apparently. That is
1: such a good question.
0: Right, even though earlier, like, before we see the scenes where they're burning down the, her village, she gets jumped by these bandits in the forest, <laughs> and she takes the guy's yeah. bow, and it wraps around his neck and, like, does that whole thing, almost kills him, right? Yeah. But she can't yeah. do that to the soldiers for some reason when they're murdering her family.
1: <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And how everybody's scare, scared because wizards can do magical things, and when they do it, it comes out of place. So weird. But let's talk about the best show I watched this week, because holy shit, it was bad. Uh, Tough as nails, episode three.
0: Alright, episode three is called Heavy Metal from... Uh, the The crew competes in a series of challenges at a junkyard where they must take apart a car and retrieve different auto parts. Next, the last two standing need all the strength they can spare in an overtime challenge, uh, which is removing tires from their rims. How exciting does that sound, everybody?
1: (laughs) Well, I can tell you that I have never seen so many slow-mo shots for the run fucking reasons
0: that's for sure just totally unnecessary slow-mo shots where it's just like they're walking with something in their hand and they're like let's do a (laughs) slow-mo shot of this they're not like rushing to get somewhere or like doing some big action like big movement which like would require a slow-mo shot so you could see the action closer no they're just like walking from one place to another and they slow-mo it for no reason (laughs) They're trying to build so, the tension. I understand that the editor yeah, is like, we yeah. got to build the tension because there is no tension in the show because it's totally boring and makes no sense. So they have to build the tension somehow. So obviously using music and then using these very unnecessary slow motion shots. They try to build tension.
1: But that's the problem with this episode. And I think I saw it better than this show in this show than I did the beginning show. Is that. When they show us the people that are on the show, especially when they focus on Murph this week, it's like they focus on it for all the wrong reasons, and it's very propaganda especially this week with... Murph like, oh, I was in the military here. Look at me, I was so fantastic in the military. Oh, see the military, military is good. And then he goes and uh, wins the first uh, uh, individual challenge. Like he, they pretell so much of this show is pretelling, and that like we are not stupid enough for this show. And it irritates me that they think we're this enough. dumb,
0: right? Sure. I mean, yeah. what you didn't point out is they do this package the we way you were talking about where they're showing, "Oh, he's talking to these other two people, they're walking in the junkyard, which is totally staged and looks completely fake." Uh, yeah. he te- he nobody else before the challenge does like a little backstory about themselves. and he says, "Oh, I'm going to be good at this competition because I was in the military, I worked on helicopters. Uh, I was a helicopter mechanic, so I'm going to be good at Taking apart cars or whatever, uh, and then nobody else says anything, and then they do the competition, and he wins the competition. So basically, the mm-hmm. show edited in a spoiler into their own show. If you're smart enough to see it, which we were, um, and then it's during, so obvious. during this it's competition, so uh, another thing during this competition, uh, the guy there's eleven people competing because last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one lady is, she's not allowed to do individual challenges anymore. So there's 11 people competing They're in. how big do you think this, uh, pick and pull junkyard is probably oh, it's huge. a mile in diameter. Yeah. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah. something like that. There's yeah. cars as far as you can see in the camera. So everybody goes and finds a car to get an alternator out of because that's like the, the item or the, part of the car they're supposed to bring back to win the competition. Uh, Everybody goes and finds a car to get it out of. And the one guy who finds the... He gets to a car last, goes, Oh, I couldn't find... There weren't any more American cars, so I had to get a foreign car. And those foreign cars, the alternators are always really hard to get out. And that's why he came in almost like, what, second to last or something. But the way they made this in the show is they were trying to say, American cars are better than foreign cars. They put this in on purpose because there's not a chance in hell in a junkyard full of cars that's a mile in diameter that there were only 10 American cars, <laughs> right? It doesn't even make sense when you think about it. So they only put that in so that they could say, oh, the, our American cars are better than foreign cars. So that in and of itself is prop- American propaganda, right?
1: Yep. <laughs> And it goes also like presenting. This guy is so over the top. Like uh, me, me and Luke like to make up stories about people in the show, <laughs> and that is more interesting in the show uh, in the show than the real stories that they're showing. Because that is kind of the, the one of the other problems I, I have with the show. I so don't care about anybody in the show, like. The only one I cared about... Spoilers for this episode, by the way. Is the girl that comes out of this episode as a loser. Like, I wanted to her to win the whole thing. Because she was the only one that seemed somewhat normal. I'm not going to say or that. Or genuine, maybe. I
0: think genuine is yeah. a good, good word for Because the rest of them, every time they talk, it sounds scripted. But she actually sounds right. like she's genuinely saying something when she talks.
1: And... And uh, of course she goes out and loses. Like, it's so sad. Right, and then they give away this award
0: after the individual challenge, which we've seen two other individual challenges in the first two episodes, and that award was not given out, so we it just was, like, added randomly to this episode. They they changed the rules of the reality show in the third episode, I guess is my point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't understand anything about this show. I I, I don't get it. And like I said to you, strangely enough, they made a boring television show I don't care about even more boring. Like, I I so don't fucking care who wins now that I am at the point of saying, hey, let's not watch this anymore. Because uh, do you care about who wins now?
0: That's not why we're watching this show. <laughs> No, it's shit. Right. We've said at the beginning when we started watching it, we want to watch this because we know it's going to be terrible. And I mean, we were right. Uh, And it's fun when me and you get to hang out in Mystery Science Theater 3000, the crap out of it, when we're watching it together. So that's why I think it's fun to watch,
1: to be honest. It is actually kind of fun. That is kind of fun. I wish the audience could hear it, and I also wish they couldn't. So it's good. (laughs) <laughs> because we're not nice where, when we, me and Luke are alone <laughs> right that's true uh, we pr- most of some of what we say
0: we wouldn't probably say on the podcast but overall <laughs> what would you give this episode I'm going to give it a 2.5 I think this was a slightly better episode I guess than the
1: last ones yeah I, I'm going to give it a 2.5 I think I will agree to that okay main topic uh, time well- yeah, when I didn't think things could become a little more crazy, we are going to turn over to something that is even more crazy than, than <coughs> Tucker's Nails because we are talking about Project Pegasus. What is Project Pegasus, Luke?
0: Uh, right, uh, Project Pegasus is a web portal to receive news and information about a quest to lobby the U.S. government to disclose its teleportation secrets so that teleportation can be adopted by a glo- on a global basis to help humanity achieve planetary su- sustainability in the 21st century. Uh,
1: this group was
0: created by Andrew, Andrew D. Basaggio.
1: Yeah, Andrew has become a friend of mine this week, that's for sure.
0: Really? Okay, what does that mean?
1: Yeah, uh, that I I uh, I did not know anything about him before this week. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's talk about him. Let's talk about him? Yeah, tell me a little about him.
0: Andrew D. Bisaggio is a Vancouver, Washington lawyer, uh, apparently of high repute. As a side project, he runs Project Pegasus, which is a group dedicated to lobbying the government to release secrets of teleportation and time travel. For, his bene- to, oh, for the benefit of all mankind. Basaggio also re- refers to himself as the discover, discoverer of the life on Mars. He claims to be one of the two planetary-level whistleblowers predicted by WebBot. He describes himself as an indigo child, Fro, which we've talked about in the past. And we'll talk about next week. <laughs> Funny enough, yeah. This strangely all connects to a lot of things we've talked about in the past, because actually, as far as the whole time travel thing goes, this actually relates back to Chronovisor, which we talked about two months ago right. or something like that. Um, it, here we go. He began telling a story uh, that he had been a child participant in a secret DARPA program experimenting with time travel and teleportation in the early 70s. These technologies were, of course, invented by none other than Nikola Tesla. Remember, Pro your mm-hmm. uh, claims he has time-traveled one million years into the past, as well as having been president at, at Lincoln's Gettysburg Address, having visited 2045. He revealed all this in numerous interviews.
1: Yeah, so let's talk a little about this uh, uh, going to the Gettysburg, I guess. Okay, let's do that, yeah. Because uh, that's kind of what you filled up uh, time travel. U.S. D- uh, developed, uh, sorry, time travel at the height of Cold War, but it was too dangerous to call uh, to use. This is a article from Express, one of the world's worst <laughs> websites. Yeah, websites, by the way, <laughs> just so bad. Uh, but uh, uh, it is what it is. Uh, well, it's, anyway, it's uh, like
0: uh, it's like the first Men in Black movie where he goes to the. We got to go check the hot sheets, <laughs> right?
1: Uh, a lawyer was told uh, how, as a child, he was a part of U.S. government time travel program at the height of the Cold War and was sent back to uh, back in time to Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. Andrew uh, Pesaggio is now attempting to exposed the top-secret Project Pegasus, which he claims was a Pentagon-backed attempt to m- manipulate time at the height of the Cold War. Pegasus was commissioned by the, the uh, Defense Division uh, Research Project Agency, or DARPA, as we also talked about before, and some of America's best scientific brains worked on it. He claims that massive amounts of taxpayer cash was poured into uh, Pegasus, and that Einstein's theory theory uh, of uh, relativity was twisted to create a time machine. However, the government considered it too dangerous, and it was closed down. Bizarro uh, uh, from Vancouver in Washington state said his father was involved with the program were, uh, which ran from it, it instantly out of New York Jersey in 1968. and, then and then we, then we have we a have picture some, yeah yeah picture interesting picture of what he claims to be Andrew Piaggio at the Gettysburg address
0: this was apparently the last picture of Clinton uh, not of uh of Lincoln uh right before he was killed. Uh, and there's a and there's a little boy. I mean, it's very grainy, black and white picture from 1863, so it's hard to tell if that's Andrew Bassagio as a child or not. You know
1: what I mean? But that is uh, what he claims, at least.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, it says here. Uh, in early days, he he claims scientists created Chronovision. A system which he said generates a hologram of the past of the future events by dr- driving an electromagnetic magnetic, electromagnetic signal through an octagonal eight-sided array of bismuth crystal, crystals. However, by 1972, he says, traveled in time. Project Peg- Pegasus, Boffin had managed to bend time-space using a technique called radiant energy. He said that latent and persistent, Pervasive, per, pervasive energy in the universe was accessible through a machine made up of two gray elliptical booms, measuring around eight feet tall, which were built ten feet apart. And he right. said, "Chronovision later became a different technology called plasma conf- confinement, which they used to get me to Gettysburg in 1960 or eight, yeah, 1963, or it should
1: say 1863, but whatever." But, how interesting is this? because uh, <laughs> it, it's not like we we haven't covered this before. We, like you said, we talked about this corona vision, and he is also a supporter of this corona vision thing. So should we take him maybe a little more serious than other? Uh, well, not
0: platforms? only that, he claims that chrono the chronovisor was developed by the government and that it was developed by DARPA, which is who we talked about was developing it and that um Nikola Tesla was also involved. So all of the things that we had talked about with Chronovisor, he is basically saying he was in, not only confirming yeah. it but saying that he was working in the in the group and when he was a child they sent him back in time, right? Mhm.
1: Uh what do you want to go from here?
0: Uh let's go to Conspiracy theory. Obama went to Mars as a teen, I guess. Or, But actually, before we go there, I should probably talk about his Mars theory. So I'll go into that really quick, and then we'll do the Obama on Mars thing. Martian analysis. Passaggio enjoyed successful career as a journalist and lawyer in, until 2008 when he started submitting academic papers to the National Geographic Society about aliens, buildings, forests, and animals that he was seeing in blurry Mars roto... Uh, rover photographs only they declined to publish the papers due to the technicality that these things existed only in his mind okay and then he says he claims to have been teleported to mars in the 1980s as an earth ambassador and martian civilization this is strange because he published his article nearly three decades later he claims to have been astonished by the discovery of life on Mars. Uh, along with William Sterling's, he dug dug up somewhere. Bassagio now claims that President Obama was a fellow Mars traveler back in the day, uh, living under the moniker Barry Sorrentino. So let's go into that article, Fromm, if you want to read that.
1: Okay, I will. (coughs) Sorry, Uh, cough, cough. Uh, Yeah, Uh, so Obama went to Mars as a teen. that's... That is interesting. (laughs) From NBC. This is from
0: NBC News, by the way, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, So um, let's go to it. Forget 2012 prophecies, mind calendar, and lurking planets that only go by the name X. There's even a cookie conspiracy theory in town, and it has to do with nation fearless leader and his teenage teleportation adventures on Mars. Yes, you read that right. It seems that two government employees and self professed time traveler ChronoTout, uh, Andrew D. B. and show, yeah, and William Still, uh, Stillings have come forward and named President Obama as their own, along with the current head of DARPA, Regina Dungeon. That is kind of funny. This art show a West. State lawyers says he was part of the time travel, like we talked about. Uh, yeah, so the, uh, they said uh, that they visit there between the years of 1981 and 1983. One instance, Bizarro said he even communicated words with Ob Sotaro, a route uh, to the jump station while on march.
0: Which I assume the jump station is like the room where they send you in time, if that makes sense. Right.
1: Uh, White House officials have denied the allegations of present
0: Martian <laughs> travels or the existence of a Mars training class. Sorry. But of course they would, from. Of course they would. Sorry. I like the idea, but... I like the word chrononaut, because it's like astronaut, mm-hmm. right? Except chronovisor, yes. so it's like a time-traveling a- or astronaut kind of thing. chrono I think, is a very cool term that I, I want to put in my vo- vocabulary
1: more, you know what I mean? <laughs> I like this last se- sentence. So you thought the whole Berfer thing was a bit extreme? Wake up, sheeple. Uh, uh, this comes really crazy here. chrono style. <laughs>
0: so let's okay. go to the Project Pegasus website. Project, ProjectPegasus.net from. Say that one more time. ProjectPegasus.net. Cool. Okay. Yeah,
1: because they have their own website.
0: I mean, it looks like it was made in the 90s, yeah. like every other website we've ever gone to seems like, but. <laughs> see, do we have 2009 to 2020 is the copyright on it. So it has been yeah. updated. Last time it was updated it was ten twenty nine eighteen though, so it hasn't been updated yep. in two years, a little under Sorry. two years. Uh, but there's still some inform interesting information to follow up on here. Let's go to the menu, go to mission statement. Yep. Project Pegasus began its quest in nineteen sixty eight when it was serving as uh, when Andrew D. was serving as a child participant in U S time space exploration. Project Pegasus was a classified defense-related research and development program under the DARPA under DARPA in which the US defense technically community achieved time travel on the behalf of the US government uh, in in a sense the real Philadelphia experiment which we've talked about in the past Project Pegasus was launched by the US government to perform remote sensing in time so that reliable information about past and future events could provide could be provided to the U.S. president, uh, and intelligence community, and also military. It was expected that 140 American schoolchildren secretly enrolled in Project Pegasus, and would continue to be involved in time travel when they grew up, and went, and some went on to serve as America's first generation of chrononauts.
1: Yeah, I mean this is very interesting. I I looked on this. Uh, Page. I was a little sad that there wasn't a, a, a store, and then I said, oh, there is a store, because of course there is a store, so go to the main page, then you will see Pegasus Store, and you can click Merchandise. Merchandise, there, like. yeah, or if you go to Menu, then,
0: menu, you can
1: see it there as well. And then one thing, and what is that look?
0: Oh, no, that's just a link, actually, apparently, to their Cafe Press store
1: so if you oh i thought it was i thought it just was that coffee cup that is so funny oh okay when i click that they sell okay so they sell everything but i don't think
0: no but this is just a link to cafe press because none of this stuff on this page is related to project pegasus at
1: all hmm that's weird well there's a lot of broken
0: links so this might have been a Cafe Press for Project Pegasus at one point and now it's just turned into a regular Aww. Cafe Press link because uh he well we'll get into there are other broken websites I've found for him. So oh, these are also uh let's see Healing Waves of Life broken link and then this other one Cory Wolf link, The Art of Cory yeah, Wolf. Yeah. But I don't I've really think there. this has anything to do with like Project Pegasus whatsoever. I think
1: it's just some guy artist, dude. And then you have healing waves of life as well. But that doesn't work. So yeah, other than
0: that, it's got a link to his book, uh, which is called Once Upon a Time in the Time Stream, My Adventures in Project Pegasus at the Dawn of Time and Space Age by Andrew Passaggio. Uh It's also got a research paper called The Anals of Project Pegasus, uh, it's got media links to like their YouTube, which they have a YouTube page. which has got interviews with him. Did you see any of the interviews mm-hmm. with him? I saw one. It was kind of long. Yeah. They got a Facebook page. And then you
1: can become a member. Right. Because a uh, lifetime membership to product uh, Pegasus is currently being offered for one-time fee of $100, Luke. To become a lifetime member of Project Pegasus, a sport, and fourth uh, effort to lobby the U.S. government to disclose the teleportion capability, this life-advising uh, technology can be used uh, by humanity to achieve planetary sensibility and send a personal check, cashier check, or a money order together with your name, puzzle, uh address telephone number and email address
0: Okay yeah. uh except it says, like there's no address
1: <laughs> Yeah you need to send it to Andrew D Biaso Esquire attorney at uh, law That's where you need you to send it You just
0: write that on an envelope and put it in the mail it yeah. just get there you don't need to like put a state or like a it's, apartment it's a number of magic PO box or something, right? Uh, he's gonna time travel and he'll just pick it up, like later. So it doesn't really matter, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, if you got
0: time travel, I mean, he can he can read that letter whenever he could read it right as you're he could show up as you're writing it for all we know.
1: Oh my god, that's so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. But one thing Uh, I found interesting is that it seems like, as far as if this is true, that the people they were using as time-travels were children from. uh, Why do you think that was?
1: Well, it's the uh, the Indigo thing, that they are special and cool and nobody will believe them when they come back and say, hey, I've time-traveled.
0: I think the other thing I read was there was something to do with children's brains have less of a bias because they haven't built up as much like, oh, this is how the world is. So when they go from one time to another time, their mind is it doesn't get as fucked with because they don't have as much perceived notion of how the world is supposed to work. And so a child can travel through time easier because they don't have that built up perception of this is how time is supposed to be, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, uh, very weird to think about, actually. That. Well, very weird to think that they were experimenting on children, right? That's probably the thing we should mention. They're experimenting on little
1: kids. But uh, let's talk a little about another side of Andrew Bissaggio, because he has seen the future, and he is re- running for president. That's right. Uh,
0: we live in a strange time and where uncertainty about the future is at an all-time high, Political systems are in disarray, technology will either prove to be our savior or our undoing, and the weather is continuously getting more chaotic. There is, however, one man who claims to have visited the past and future, during which he delivered dire messages, uh, having been involved in this time travel program called Project Pegasus. They put CIA, but it should be DARPA, but whatever. Uh, Andrew besaggio oh. Uh, has a knowledge to save humanity as we know it, and he's running for president. This is a good point. If you had a president who had time-traveled, that would be a very good... um <laughs> It'd be a very good selling point in, like, your campaign ads. I've seen the future. I know what's going to come. I can help. I can change it right. because I've seen the future. <laughs> uh, okay, so I went... well. So this article was about him running in 2020. He also ran in 2016, Fro? Um... Uh, for president uh, against, you know, against uh, Trump and Hillary. Uh, He did not Mm -hmm. win either of those, obviously. Uh, I tried to go to his, there was an An Andy for, it was called Andy2020.net, which was like his campaign website for 2020, which is gone now because obviously he's. I don't think he's running in this race anymore. But I went to a Facebook page. That is for his 2016 campaign. It's uh, in Facebook groups, Andy2016. And then th- in the thing here, the header for their group, it says Andrew Bassagio, A Time for Truth, 2024. So apparently he is also planning to run for president in 2024 from... Yeah. cool <laughs> Because apparently he also saw... Trump uh, becoming... It says here, Andrew Basaggio entered the ra- race for the White House earlier last year. He says the government program was developed by the CIA and DARPA decades ago to st- study tra- time travel teleportations on kids. Right. Uh, it says here, children were apparently chosen to be involved in Project Pegasus because of their... Adi- this is what I was talking about. Their ability to adapt to st- the strains of moving between past, present, and future. Uh, he says... Oh, he alleges he was one of the children used in the project, says another key function of the project was to identify future presidents and allow the CIA opportunities to brief future leaders before they grow up. Ah, that's actually ah. interesting. Uh, and that, that is Donald Trump awesome. was one of these people that they went back in time to apparently... It says... Uh, Bassagio says that... Like Trump, he has seen, also seen, foreseen as president some point between 2016 and 2028, at which point he will declassify all CIA DARPA information, saying it will allow these technologies to further the human race. So he says when he becomes president, he's going to declassify all this time travel uh, teleportation stuff so he can change the
1: world. Right. I mean, that almost makes me want to uh, vote for him so we can know the secrets other than that it's bullshit. So why does he... Th- how does he know Trump was going to be president? Oh, it says here,
0: As for Trump, I have a vague memory of my fa- that my m- father took special note of Trump during an appearance by him on the doctor- oh, on the Phil Donahue show and might even have commented-, commented to me that he was going to be a future U.S. president. And like we said, his father worked... For this supposed DARPA program.
1: Yeah. So how cray cray is this look on the scale from one to ten?
0: <laughs> it's pretty up there, isn't it? I mean, I think the craziest part of this whole thing is him him seeing young Obama on Mars. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's hilarious. And that his name was Barry Sortino, which I think was the name that all those birther people said was on his yeah. uh yeah. what, Kenyan birth certificate or something? So I wonder where right. who got it first. Was it did he come up with that name first, or did they the birther people come up with that name first? Everything connected to uh, you know, everything we've talked about in the past as well makes it super interesting. I wasn't expecting as many connections as we did to things we talked about in the past. So overall, right. I'm going to give this a 8.
1: Yeah, I think an uh, uh, 8 is the p- perfect score for this because it's it's not as crazy as uh, a lot of other things, believe it or not. Like, when this isn't the craziest thing we have covered, we have covered a lot of topics, that's all I <laughs> hey i mean uh so an eight uh do you think he will be president he apparently knows he's going
0: to be president because he's seen into the future so uh andy 2024
1: 12 months of hell time look that means that you're going to give me a shitty movie to watch and i have to endure it because i brought this on myself
0: Right, and then at the end of the year, which is the cool, going to be the coolest part of this whole experiment, is that we're going to do a tournament. Mm-hmm. Right, that we figure out which
1: movie is the worst of them, or is that how we're doing it? Yep. Okay. And uh, and, and uh, what? Which one? What's the worst? Yeah, most tortured. I have a winner in mind right now that can change, of course, because you have many, many, many more months to torture me. Aren't you happy about that? Right.
0: I thought I had one that could beat uh, the weird music video thing that I sent you at some point. I thought Fred the Movie was Mm going to be able to beat it, but another stipulation of this game is Fro Fro has has to have not seen the movie, and Fro had already seen Fred the Movie, which is probably one of the worst movies
1: of all time. Um... It would probably have won the whole bracket. We should call it the Fred the Movie Memorial Brackets.
0: <laughs> right? Oh, that, good point. Uh, but I did find another movie that I saw when I was younger. I saw this movie when it came out on VHS. Uh, Clifford Fro from 1994. Uh, when Oh, the dog? Not the dog. Oh, this is a Martin short live-action movie, not an animated giant red... <laughs> Canine. All right. When his (laughs) his brother asks him to look after his young son Clifford, played by Martin Short, Martin Daniels, played by Charles Grodin, agrees taking the boy into his home and introducing him to his future wife, Sarah, who's played by Mary uh, Steenburgen. Clifford is fixated on the idea of Visiting a famed theme park, and Martin, an engineer who helped build the park, makes plan to take him. But when Clifford reveals himself to be a first-rate brat, his uncle goes bonkers and loony. uh, On the inter and and an intergenerational standoff ensues. So you kind of get the idea here of what's going on, right? Yeah. 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, bro. So that's not too bad, but 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yay?
1: Question mark? Yeah, we'll see how much you torture me with that next week.
0: I just remember when I saw this when I was a very young kid being like, I hate this movie. I despise this movie, and I remembered it even from my childhood, despising it even the first time I saw it, so...
1: That will be fine. I'm so looking forward to it. But look, uh, Warner Brothers have indefinitely delayed off Tenant. I seem like we said this week, last week, that, oh, I'm guessing that we will talk more about Tenant in the coming weeks.
0: It says Warner Brothers delivered bad news for the US movie theater industry Monday. The studio has denied, delayed. Uh, Christopher Nolan's secretive action thriller *Tenet* indefinitely, with with no given date. Yeah, that's what indefinitely means. Why would you put with no given date after you already wrote indefinitely? <laughs> Yahoo Finance, is that who this is? Yeah. Um, *Tenet* and Mul- *Mulan* were set to be the first two blockbuster post-lockdown, and theaters had hung their hopes on the film. Both movies had budgets of over two hundred million dollars. So right now, that just money is, you know, in limbo because they can't make their money back on it. Uh
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then uh right in June Warner Brothers which owned by AT&T pushed it back to July uh which we talked about right so, Yeah so now we have so no idea when it's awesome. coming out but I mean this is not unusual because coronavirus is just getting worse here in America right. as, as we go along
1: So here's my question and this is my real question How long is it before uh, film studios uh, start going to other markets? Well, we've seen some of them do it, right? We saw Trolls
0: 2. That, that was like a huge Yeah, but I, I, I mean controversy. European market.
1: Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, but I mean European markets.
0: Like opening the movie up in, into the European market, but not opening it up in the American yes. market? In, in yeah, yeah. Maybe the Chinese market and things like that? Uh... Right, uh yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I, as soon as they feel comfortable doing it, right? I mean, movie theaters are slightly open in Norway, so they could already be doing that.
1: Yeah. If they wanted yeah. to be. That's my my point. I I think uh I think the film industry is so now bleeding that they need to go to other countries and just look for Another way to open their movies. There is no need, and I'm sorry to say this to you, Americans, you included. There's no need for us to wait for the fucking coronavirus to be over in the states. Why? Uh, it's uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer that
1: like uh, yeah but that that's my my real question like i don't think i don't think it's necessary to wait for so long because if we're waiting for you to get movies we're not going to have movies before 2025 at this rate
0: i see what you're saying yeah
1: um right.
0: i w- yeah We'll see. I guess it's just something that's going to happen. Maybe another movie will do it, and it's not one of these major blockbusters that they're so, so focused on, these two, Mulan and Tenet. Maybe another movie that will happen to first, so we'll just have to keep our eye out.
1: Uh, but Netflix... But, uh, some, yeah, somebody is really, really happy about this, because Netflix...
0: I mean, it's pretty obvious why this happened to me, right? But yeah. it says uh, Netflix has gained... Over 10 million subscribers in the second quarter, meaning in the last few months, uh, on top of announcing a longtime chief content officer, Ted Sarandos, uh, joins as a CEO, Hastings, and and, and as a co-CEO, the company uh, made some announcements. Netflix added 10.2 million subscribers in its second quarter, beating the company's own estimates that it made in its first quarter, which it suggested it would at around 7.5. So that's quite a bit extra. Uh, noting that they added two, 26 million paid subscriber subscribers in the first two quarters of 2020, in the first half of 2000 alone, 2020 alone, yeah. which I think that's obvious as to why, to me. Yeah,
1: it's the coronavirus. <laughs>
0: Everybody's stuck in their house, right, and they needs yeah. more stuff to watch, and they go, okay, well, I'm going to get Netflix, even though I didn't have it before, because I want uh, new content to watch, and what I'm, the, whatever I'm using now doesn't have everything I want, right? So uh, maybe another thing that could be happening is people are cutting the cord. A few of these people could be getting rid of their cable and moving over to other streaming services because there are so many streaming services now. People see that and go, "Do I really need to be paying for cable?" And so maybe those people right. are leaving cable and adding Netflix, but not only adding Netflix, they may be also adding HBO Max. They may also be adding Amazon. Those kind of things, right? They could be adding or, or multiples the people, of, yeah. of these services. Yeah. You
1: yeah, know i i don't I don't necessarily see this as a bad thing. Is that okay?
0: I I know. I th- I think this is. Almost an obvious uh, side effect of what's happening with the coronavirus is these streaming services yeah, are gonna add effect. a lot of a lot of subscribers. But then we go back to Quibi and we go, "Yeah, that's true for Netflix, but what the hell happened with Quibi? <laughs> if everybody's so interested in adding new uh, streaming services, they sure weren't at- interested in adding that one,
1: right? But that's that has another kind of history because they tried to add content that nobody fucking cared about.
0: Right, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people who haven't seen Stranger Things but heard about it a million times and they're stuck at their house and they finally were like, fuck it, I want to see Stranger Things, everybody's told me about it. Yeah, yeah, right.
1: Now, so, I I just think that uh, it will be coming down as... The coronavirus hopefully goes down as well. I don't see that coming soon, but uh, we will see. But you have seen uh, astounding five movies. Go through them.
0: Uh, let's see, where should I start? Let's start with the true history of the Kelly gang, Fro, which we oh yeah talked about on the podcast at one point a while ago. Yeah, I remember that. About an Australian guy, uh, actually from Victoria, which is... I thought it was a weird connection because Victoria is doing very badly right Right. now with the coronavirus. Uh, But this was about, uh, you know, right after uh, the British had brought their prisoners over and left them in Australia, but they were still an occupant... The British were still occupying Australia, right? So it's in that time period, and it's about these people who are being occupied by the British and what they have to go through. And then this one guy who grows up in this system and finally has enough of it and basically puts a gang together to go attack these British people who are occupying their mm-hmm. land, right? Um, very interesting movie, very good. Like, the acting was amazing. IFC film. Um, it has really Charlie Hunnan in it. You know, yeah. he's all right. He, uh, you know, he's a all right actor. He's pretty good in this, but... Really, what made this movie good is the cinematography and most of the other acting. The storyline's good, very, very bloody. By the way, <laughs> a lot of uh, people getting killed in this movie. Um, overall, I'm gonna give this a seven point, no, a six point five, six point five.
1: Okay, cool. It's a movie I really want to see.
0: It's, oh, Russell going... Crowe is in it too. I forgot. Oh,
1: okay. yeah, in a very small role, or.
0: Uh no, it's not small, but it's not. He does. He's probably in half, th- a third of the movie, maybe something like that.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. What other movies have you seen?
0: Uh, I saw the current occupant, uh, which is the new Into the Dark, uh, movie, uh, of the Into the Dark anthology series. bro. Right. Uh, this movie you need to see. Uh, I think. Be- well, you like the Into the Dark stuff, anyways, but. This I'd one you definitely yeah. need to see. Um, it's about a guy who thinks he's the president, but he's trapped in an insane asylum. Okay. Uh, but he really thinks he's the president, and he's and he's trying to figure out how to get out of this insane asylum. So it's a kind of a weird place where you're, the whole time you're questioning, is he really the president, or is he crazy? And then... Uh, yeah and then in the end it kind of all comes around you know what I mean uh very interesting very good I gave this a set this I gave a
1: 7.5 which uh, month are you in out of the 12 because they they don't start at the new year do you know wh- what episode this is out of 12 Well
0: what month are we in we're in the seventh month so I guess seven
1: right? No, I I am saying that they didn't start in January. They started before January.
0: Oh, I've no idea. Uh, let's see. Okay. okay, I'm going to IMDb. Blah blah blah. Ten, season two, episode ten, 10 is what it's calling. It. Okay,
1: so two two more films. I guess so. Yeah, and I I will watch it because I binged it last year and I had very much fun binging it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You did. I th- that's yeah. just so hard because they're, like, two hours long each. It would be hard for me to binge. I'm, I don't have that attention span. Right.
1: <laughs> I do, somehow. And I liked it, yeah. So I'm going to do that again. What else did you watch?
0: Well, I think we both saw this, the new documentary by IDubs, Ice Cream Man. We did. Came out yesterday on YouTube. Um, I think it's the second of his documentaries. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh...
1: I felt that this was kind of IDOB saying, hey, fuck you guys that criticized me, I can do uh, this as well. I like that. I, I felt this was kind of an answer.
0: Oh, I, I'm pretty sure he... Well, I know for a fact he was filming this before that whole controversy happened. Because the scene well, where I, they're shooting it right. in William Osmond's kitchen, Right and they have all these people right. together yes. uh, all the smosh people there's a william osman video where he co- he has a bunch of roombas compete against each other if you remember this i don't know if you watch william osman but all those people are in that video so when around when that video came out was before the whole controversy which means he was filming this before the controversy
1: happened if that makes sense right but it's it's back to his old trend and i mean 53 minutes I think this is better than his first documentary. Full Force. I thought they were pretty
0: even. I a little hard to compare. Full Force was a little longer, right? I definitely I think no, it was over an hour. 2 minutes.
1: 2 minutes longer. No, it's it's actually No, it's uh it's 4 seconds shorter actually.
0: Really? Is it? Okay. Well, yes. I I could have sworn Full Force was longer. This felt I mean, it breezed by for me. So maybe that's why it felt a little sh- yeah. short, but it was, I think that it was just really good. And, like, the game show part of it, it really oh, did so feel like Andy Kaufman, didn't it? Like, the yeah, dude yeah. seriously feels like Andy Kaufman in that scene. Uh, and it was just very funny. Like, it wasn't funny at the beginning of the game show, but by the end of the game show, I was just cracking up laughing. <laughs>
1: uh, what would yeah, you give this? i I give it a, a 9. I gave it an eight. Cool.
0: I mean the production value is still lower than like a normal big budget film, you know what I mean? It is independent right. documentary look to it. Uh, oh. let's see. Another movie I saw, Becky, which I know you've seen. Oh. Ah, finally. Uh, yeah, I got I I don't know, I just kind of found a list of movies I wanted to see this year a couple weeks ago, and that was on my list, and I'm now just kind of checking yeah. checking stuff off, you know what I mean? Uh, and this was right. one of those movies, so it's about a little girl who lost her mother, and she gets a new stepmother, or her her, mo- her dad has got a new fiance. She's going to have a new stepmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go to bond with the new stepmother uh, at this cabin, and at the same time, these, you know, uh... criminals escape from a prison van, and they try to go to this house where the family is, and chaos ensues, I guess is the best way to put it. I don't want to destroy anything. Um, very bloody, very horror movie, but a thriller as well. Starring Kevin James, um... King of Queens, actually. Uh, the child actress in this is just amazing. Uh... Yeah. Lulu Wilson is her name? Wow. She is very yeah. good. Yeah. I can see a yep. big career for her in the future. Uh, overall, I gave this an 8.5. It is
1: Home Alone, just extremely gory. <laughs> you said that
0: last time, and I watched this. There's one scene in it that's like Home Alone. <laughs> Maybe two?
1: There's, there, Well, the... the the beginning, also, well, I don't want to spoil it, but when she's in in the uh, treehouse and tricks one of the uh, uh, robbers, that is kind of. Right, totally. From home alone.
0: I think that was the so. scene I was thinking of, though. Uh, okay, okay. Well, and then there's the boat dock scene. So, like, yeah, like yes. I said, there's two scenes where that, that kind of happens. The rest of it's almost standard horror movie. Very good though. Kevin James' amazing acting job as well. Holy shit, he's good in this. The one thing I would have liked to have seen, uh, and I don't think this ruins anything, but like, what they were after, we never got that. Yes, yes. But But I like that. I almost think that sets up. You could set up for a sequel. With with that. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So, what was was, the last thing we both saw from?
1: Well. (laughs) <laughs> it is a small little movie on Peacock. Peacock! Uh, Psych 2.
0: The Return of Lassie. I think it was called Lassie Come Home here? Oh, Lassie Come Home. Okay. It doesn't mean that's what or it was something... called there, right? It could have been... Right. You know, we've had that problem in the past. Um, I had fun with it. I mean, compared to the other movie, it felt very the same. My big question yep. is, do these people ever age have they had them in a cryogenic what? chamber to keep them the same <laughs> <Yep>. age?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they look exactly the same like 10 years ago. Right, it doesn't so make funny. sense. Yep, they're...
0: nobody looks older. Do you think they did like some deep fake shit on them? Or like maybe they're... I have no clue. Because it just it doesn't make sense to me in my brain when I'm watching it. It was still very funny. Yeah. Uh, pretty good story. Uh, as far as, like, the crime part of it goes. Definitely. What would you give it? Uh, I would give it a
1: s- 8. I gave it a 7. Yeah. I almost said 7. <laughs> I was like, 8! Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, no, I really liked it. Uh, but, uh, Luke... We have some trailer. We have a trailer this week as well. As always. <laughs> and it's the climb. R. It's rated R. It's always funny to say that. Oh, Why Sony Pictures. Married? How awesome
2: is that? Awesome.
0: Oh, it's a Sony Pictures. Cl- a Sony Pictures Classic is like a different production yeah. company, actually. Yeah.
1: And I love it for who she is.
0: I think it's more like their indie stuff. I can't
1: wait to spend the rest of my life with her. Kyle, I slept with her. <laughs> what
0: do you mean slept? What do you mean slept? He shouldn't. I know. I'm a
2: bad friend. Oh, oh that's God.
1: funny. Mike, are you serious? What you did to him was selfish. Kyle, selfless. He always thinks about other people first.
0: I did not expect this to be a comedy when I saw the thumbnail. No, me neither. I was is. expecting no. this to be a sports movie.
1: <laughs> we were his only family. Now he has no one. Mike's in the living room. He got fat, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my
2: god! Is that Mike?
1: I love ah. Kyle Mervin, by the way.
2: Hey, we should
0: do
1: catapult
2: next. No, that's a black diamond. He's gonna crash.
0: Okay, well it's
1: snow. If one of the out, actors in snow. this. i had not crash.
0: Kyle, Kyle crash. no one wants to crash he's gotta go yeah he's gonna go tomorrow it looks very indie (laughs) like
2: not in our lives
0: oh yeah i like her she's good yeah she was in oh she was in uh the wrestling tv Uh, show she was the girl with the wolf costume actually what's needed Mm -hmm. let's go i don't care i don't care what happened if you love someone you should care what happened no, I don't! Hey, nobody likes her. Nobody likes you, Mike. I am the only one who likes you. And I don't know why, because you're loud and obnoxious and you're an ah! ass! Ah! <laughs>
2: hey, can I just say no. no? Mike.
1: Wow, I really want to see this. When you get knocked down, you gotta get right back in there. Oh, I love him! He's also a good
0: actor. From uh, Cheers. Yeah. Norm.
1: Yeah, you got the sniper shot, Dick. Norm, Norm. Yeah, so look, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about?
0: Two lifelong pals test the boundaries of their friendship when a woman comes between them. Uh, that the climb, ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, seven out of ten on IMDb, eighty-two percent on Metacritic. Uh, we don't have a Google
1: review score for some reason.
0: Apparently, not a lot of people have seen this movie.
1: No, uh because I went to Rotten Tomatoes okay uh, I went to uh, uh, the audience score and it says, there are no future reviews for the climb because the movie has not been released yet. October 2020 and I went yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> That's uh, that's kind of sad. But uh, uh, Nick Allen from uh, rogerskeeper.com said it is thrilling and charming in a way that very few comedies are. Brad Wheeler from The Globe and Mail said life uh, is an uphill battle, says the crime, and a film uh, gets better as it goes, even if life of, uh, often does not. Uh... And Harvey S. Carton from Big Apple Reviews says, When other friendships have been forgotten, there will be not. What did you find?
0: I went to the Facebook. Uh, They do have a Facebook. Not very many people on there, but Stephanie Marshall says, Saw tonight simulcasted in Bonita Springs, Florida. Uh, I didn't like it at the beginning, it was quirky. Uh, it's a quirky movie that quickly grew on me. So at the beginning, when they were watching it, they didn't like it that much. But then right. it started to more enjoy. That's kind of how I felt about the trailer too. Like the beginning of the trailer, I was kind of like, eh. yeah. but by the end of it, I was like, I really want to see that. Uh, Kate McCullough also says, "What a fantastic, what a fantastic movie!" in all caps. So,
1: so why are we covering this when it has to release date in October 9th?
0: Well, people have seen it in America, apparently.
1: <laughs> oh, I guess. Let me I look that up and see out. what's going on with that. Yeah, I will. While you do that, I will talk now about the Painted Bird that looks like a war drama that I really, really don't want to see. Uh, even though it has Harvey Cartel and Stone scar in it. Uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 83% on Not Rotten Tomatoes. 72% on Metacritics. A young Jewish boy somewhere in Eastern Europe six referee during World War II when inquires many different characters. Hmm. Maybe it will be interesting.
0: On IMDb, they don't list any release date uh, anymore. Like, uh, Except for... France, July 29th,
1: so next week. Uh, Another movie coming out this week is Human Capital. Uh, This has 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 67% on Metacritic. No, sorry, uh, 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, 51% on Metacritic. It has uh, Lee Schreiber and Marissa. Mel and Peters carscar well wow, that's a good uh, cast yeah the lives of two different uh, families collide when their children begin a relationship that leads into a tragic accident will you take the last movie
0: okay uh, my brother's crossing I got all these short... Descriptions. Bobby Clark and his wife, Pam, are killed by a pickup driver while riding their motorcycle. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't see any scores on this, so it might not even be coming out still. I guess we had a big mix, like a big uh, change-up of like, what was coming out this week, and we I didn't notice, at least.
1: No. Uh, but uh, out of this four movies, I actually want to see every of them, other than The Painted Bird. Okay.
0: Actually, My Brother's Crossing, it does say it is still coming out. It did still come out. The only one that it looks okay. like is The Climb got bumped out of July 17th for some reason.
2: Hmm.
0: Wonder why. But uh, which movie do you want to see? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, my guess is The Climb got bumped because of coronavirus. Probably Human Capital, I think, probably looks the best. Yeah, same here. It has all the best actors. It looks like the most interesting
1: storyline. Yeah. Hey, uh, go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. You can get a free book, and uh, you also get the 30-day... Subscription to audible.com where they have the New York Times digest. They also have the Washington Post digest. You can get Audible Sleeply Weekly for free uh, included in in your uh, uh, thing. They have Audible Originals that comes out every month that is also free. And you get a, a free book. Uh, I really, really uh, wanted to get a free book this week. uh, Look, so what I did is that I got finally to hear The Sandman that I talked about by Neil Gaiman, and it has so many cool actors in it. A fucking amazingly book. I recommend it to everybody. If you like, like... uh, yeah, if you like, uh, uh, if you like the uh, what? What's the one I'm trying to think of where they have keys in in the kids' back of their head?
0: Oh, uh, the, the one that they made the Netflix show about, Lock and Key. Right. Lock and Key. You if literally you had and... one third of that yeah. title already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, if you liked Lock and Key, you will love The Sandman. That's all I have to say. Okay. Andy Serkis in it, and Michael Sheen as well. Cool. So, good actors. So, get that book. Uh, Coming up next week, we'll talk news of the week. Uh, We have Toughest Nails, episode four. Uh, We think, we don't know, we think it's ten episodes. We know it's definitely five. Because everywhere we have looked, there are five episodes.
0: I think we determine pretty see. much just based on how many contestants Logic, there are yes. and how many eliminations there has to be. If there's one per episode, that there's almost guaranteed to be ten episodes. I think we determine that pretty. I mean, right, give or take one episode, I would say.
1: But uh, everywhere it is uh, said that it's a mini show for five episodes. So who the fuck knows? It will be interesting to see. And then it's also uh, not really episode 4 because it's episode 3 because they don't count the double. So Well,
0: that's only on that one that. website. Like, if you go to most websites, it says that this is episode 4. Ah, okay. Yeah.
1: We will do another digital review of uh, Big Ugly. Uh, is that about me?
0: <laughs> right, I just changed that because we had Mulan down still, even though we because we just got the articles <laughs> this week. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Big Ugly. I don't know. W- what does it sound like? I guess maybe it's about uh, it's about pro wrestlers. The, a guy named Big Ugly, who's a pro wrestler. That sounds like a pro wrestler <laughs> name, right? Big Ugly? Yeah.
1: And I'm finally going to see the movie uh, uh, Clifford the Dog. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be very uh, disappointed. Main... I know. But for the main topic, I can't hype this up enough. We have had an email extension with a girl called Van Galt, and she is going to come here and talk about whatever Starseed and Indigo children really are. And we can't wait for this. At least I can't. I am so excited.
0: I think she specifically wants to talk about the Starseed children their purpose in the new world or in the next dimension I I think is what she was talking about the fifth dimension
1: right? so we will have a lot of questions for her I can't wait to talk to her that will be great yeah it should Uh, be good time time for the Jeremy round
0: do you have
1: anything special?
0: sure Uh, have you seen the yellow turtle? Throw.
1: No, I have not seen the yellow turtle. The, it's the yellow turtle?
0: There was like a rare yellow turtle. I'm going to put it in the chat.
1: Boom.
2: Okay.
0: Rare Boom. yellow turtle discovered in India. Uh, it's pretty cool looking.
2: Wow.
1: That's kind of funny. Uh, on Sunday, when I was watching wrestling, when you weren't there, mm-hmm. we talked about uh, yellow um, watermelon and also yellow strawberries. Because that's a thing.
0: Really, I've heard of yellow watermelon. Yeah. Never yellow strawberries, though.
1: Oh yeah. No. It's me that brought it up. It this more uh, they taste a little more like water, uh, uh, like water. No, sorry, with honey melon. It's a cross between like. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, honeydew. Yeah. Honeydew. Yeah. Uh, hey, look. Uh, did you see the Rogan podcast uh, this week uh, with Oliver Stone? I did. Holy moly, that was an interesting discussion.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, Oliver Stone is always an interesting person. He just had such an interesting life, and I mean, he's studied up about things for documentaries, so he has a lot of really big interesting stories about traveling around the world. The one about him uh, getting blindfolded to go see these yep. terrorists—that
1: was a very interesting story. Uh, Beldefin has apparently—I'm going to say that apparently sent one of uh, my favorite YouTubers wine a mystery box. Will any? E. <laughs> Will and E. Sorry. Yeah, there
0: you
1: go. What 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 did I see? Say,
0: say? Uh, winey?
1: Oh, I called him winey. Yeah. Right. Okay. Will
0: I, Sorry. Will any? E. Yeah. Like He's north northeast England, I think is like what it what the NE stands for.
1: Ah, right. But yeah, uh, that I'm not sure is sponsored by her. I don't really understand it. It's either very trolly or very funny.
0: I think it's uh, a little of both. I mean, she is one of like the biggest trolls out there for sure. Um, and right. he did a video on a year ago or so. Where he bought her only like the most expensive tier of her OnlyFans, which was like two thousand dollars a month or something, uh, mm-hmm. and he did a video on it. And so I think it, I think she might have been connected to him through that. Where he, she was like, "Hey, that was a cool video, whatever, blah blah blah." And then uh, through that, she did this, which when you think about it, it she's spending money on him, but at the same time, that's publicity for her. Right, I mean it's not free publicity, but it is publicity because uh, he's putting her name out for all these people to see. So
1: definitely. Uh, then there was some fighting in the uh, community uh, in the beauty community, as always. Oh my gosh! Jeffree Star, <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Star came out with a ten-minute video about uh, doing what what's right. And I've seen so many videos about it. I sent you one of my favorites. Mm -hmm.
0: uh, Yeah, I've seen a couple as um, well.
1: Yeah, just amazingly explained how incredibly douchey uh, he's being and kind of, yeah, just a total fucking asshole.
0: I'm just so sick of these people. It's always the same like four people getting in these fights and I'm just sick of it. You know what I mean? It's I'm done with it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, I posted up a article from BBC there for you From this is super interesting I just never knew this maybe you knew this uh friends, fans of Britney Spears are demanding she be awarded control over her business and personal affairs did you know this yeah, yeah. what the hell uh it I says yeah. that her financial career decisions since 2008 have been under court enacted agreement con, con- yep certain consortiumship uh, granted to the court individuals unable to make their own decisions I remember mm-hmm. when she shaved her head yep after that it was awarded to everything. her parents uh, yep. she he has no control over any of her career decisions any of nothing basically has no control over her life nope this is crazy yeah I told you knew this I never knew this no. Wow. Um, it makes me wonder uh, what's going to happen with Kanye a little bit. Yeah. Does he lose all the rights to his money and, like, his whole e- everything, if you know what I mean? That's right. that's like, wow. I, it made me think when I saw that, it made me think about Kanye. And, like, just because he's unwell, could he lose all the rights to his money that he's accumulated over the years? That, that would be horrible. Right. I mean,
1: yeah. I had uh, very much fun watching the Gordon Ramsay channel this week because Gordon Ramsay came to Norway and made an omelette with reindeer sausage. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was very nice to see. You. Oh, he's there! I know where that is.
0: <laughs> Do you like? Have you had reindeer
1: sausage? Yes, I love it. It's good. It's very very tasty. Yeah.
0: Is it fatty or is Did it I... lean? Cause like deer sausage here is really lean. It's
1: lean, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I thought you that we should close uh, out with uh, something uh, that we uh, always think is very fun to talk about. Quibi, Luke.
0: Okay, so let's go to because that video. Quibi
1: Let me open the video. Has, the uh, has uh, a new uh, horror uh, show. Science fiction thing coming out, which is that not a show. At least, that is not a show. Yes, <laughs> but at least it's looking interesting, and it's called Don't Look Deeper, and we should look at the trailer. Okay, if you think about that.
0: All right, I'm, I'm ready. In three, two, one, play. Creepy logo. One of those. There's a lot of logos happening on the screen. Subscribe, Quibi, yep. Don't Look Deeper. No, the... Totally real. Want to like, uh, Looks like a sci-fi show more than a horror show so far.
1: Yeah, I said sci-fi horror show. Oh, okay.
0: I, said. I just heard horror for some
2: reason.
1: But uh, it's the director of Twilight, Luke. <laughs> you remember Twilight? The very good movie.
2: Harry, mm-hmm. Levi and I conspired about our weekend.
1: Conspired
0: about our weekend? Who I talks know, like that? Shit. I don't know.
2: That's
1: cymatics, patterns created through vibrational frequencies. <laughs> What happened again? Bye-bye. Third time this year. What happened, baby? What happened? Memory. If someone has a, a, a epilepsy and watching oh, this, they would have a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, you're probably the right. Most, you're right.
2: There's no truth.
1: Yeah, it's no the most epileptic thing like I, I have ever thing. seen in my entire life. Whoa, that was weird. 12. Yeah. We really made a mess this time she know where she came from? Hi, my name is Aisha. But how sad is it that I really want to see this, but it's not going to well, because it's Jesus. on Quibi.
0: Aren't they loading some of their stuff onto like a YouTube channel somewhere? I heard that on
1: like some news channel. You did? Really? Mm-hmm. I could have wow. sworn that was true. Let me look it up. That would be so interesting. I would watch shit Then,
0: did you hear about Trump talking about Jocelyn Maxwell? Fro?
1: no, you told me about this. What did he say? He says he. he said
0: I've met her numerous times over the years. Uh, Quibby is playing in the background. Uh, I met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in the Palm Beach in Palm Beach, and I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, and he said he had lived near where epstein had a home and then he'd said but i wish her well whatever that whatever it is so apparently trump for some reason is wishing uh wishing jizz lane well jizz La- maxwell well that's hard to say
1: <laughs> i said that 10, ten times fast
0: yeah I find it interesting. I just think maybe he doesn't even know who like she actually like she's being charged with anything. Like he doesn't even know that, so he just said it offhanded. Yeah, Yeah. I'm seeing like a few full episodes. Like if you go to their channel, the Quibi YouTube channel, some Mm -hmm. of their stuff is marked full episode, so they're loading. They are loading some full episodes onto their channel, but I'm guessing it's probably like just the first episode of whatever show to try to get you hooked. You know what I mean?
1: That is interesting,
0: though. I mean, when I scroll down the first one that I see that says full episode, black journalists speak out full episode. So, yeah, I don't know.
1: Right. (laughs) Anyway, I think we should end it now. How do you feel about that? Let's wrap it up. Well, my name is Fro and I am from Norway. Uh,
0: My name is Luke. I'm from the movie Siege in 1998. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.